you're listening to a Pave Media show. Visit pavemedia.net for more podcasts and video entertainment. Welcome, everyone, to the second part of our Marvel Cinematic Universe rewatch. I'm Brandon T. McClure. With me on this journey, as always, is Sparks. Hey. Ryan Eliopoulos. There it is. Ben Magnet. Avengers Assemble! Not yet. RJ. Do you re- <laughs> no, RDJ. No, 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 RDJ. no, RJ. You're RJ. Did, you you're know RJ. why I meant to bring that up? Right. I, I meant to bring up earlier that right. uh, y- it was making me think of the uh, guy from Lost World who ran into the grass. Not, oh. not into the long grass. You, you get me. Is yeah, that, is that he like hates the, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the Lost World. It's not that I hates hates too strong. Hates I apologize. Strong. I don't think there's been a good Jurassic Park sequel. We have we have we have uh, we are now doing a Jurassic Park <laughs> rewatch. No, we are not. Lost Today's World. Not the day Lost that. World is the best of the sequels. Up top. I'll, that's. I'll accept. That's. That. I'll accept that. The extent I'll, of my like for it. I'll accept All right. That. Okay. Um, yeah, so we are, as you guys know, we are doing, uh, I should know by now, we are <laughs> doing a rewatch of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe films uh, up until Avengers Endgame. Now, this is not including Captain Marvel, uh, because that just recently came out in theaters. Although, I had a quick question. Did we want to let Ben just share a few of his thoughts about Captain Marvel before or after we talk about these four? Let's do after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, because Ben didn't have the opportunity to be right. on the review with us. So let's do, let's do that after. Um, we are the last special we did. Just a quick recap: we did Iron Man to Thor, chronological order. chronological order mm-hmm. uh, to differentiate ourselves so from the other you, ones. You mean Captain America: The First Avenger through four? Right. So it was Captain America, Iron Man, uh, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, and Thor. Yes. And now we are at Avengers, Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, and Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yep. So uh, shall we get right into it? Yeah. Yeah. So now we're in Avengers, starting with a. Barn burner, Jesus. Yeah. So this was. So now, initial <laughs> thoughts, guys. Initial thoughts. To, to, to throw yourself back to 2012. Oh, you mean seven years ago? Oh God. What the Avengers is coming out? I still didn't believe this movie was coming out until I was in that theater. No, you did not. <laughs> I didn't even know you back then. Yeah. You were, you I mean, were... I, obviously, I knew the movie was real. Like yes. I saw the movie at midnight. With saw the trailers homies, with all my homies. But I'm like, we made it. Like every time a big thing happens, but like this was the first time where it's like, holy shit, they really did it, and it's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything we wanted came true, and like every geek in the world was like uh, on cloud nine or whatever it's called. Cloud nine, is that what yeah, it's cloud, nine. cloud nine. Yeah, it's a clearly it's, it's you've a, never been. No, I'm only I've made it like seven. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, this movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so ben, um, throw yourself back to 2012. Oh, no, I remember the day. I remember the day beautifully. I woke up. I went to. Um, I was going to a junior college at the time, and I was doing a morning radio show. Ninety mm. percent of that show was myself and my co-host talking about the Avengers. Mm. Just talking about how hyped fake we are. since college. I love uh, it. Talking about how hyped we are. And after my classes were done, I drove an hour and a half to... Did we see this together? We did. Okay. You you told me, Ben, I need you out here in Northridge because you were going to see some of those before I went back. And I drove out to a midnight premiere. We waited outside the theater. I think it was Winnetka? Yes. yes. It yes, was yes, Winnetka yes. for... The Winnetka Theater over in, Nor- over in Northridge. Ooh, yeah. I might have. We wait. We went out. Are you in the same show? I might have seen it there too. Oh, Ryan. I was definitely. I moved here at, like in 2011, and I saw it. I saw it in LA. Ryan. Yeah. 
We're connected. We are connected. there. Oh, yeah. Sparks, were you there too? No. Oh, oh I damn, definitely, damn. definitely was not there. Definitely not. No, nope, okay. but I remember you and I and um, other people, other people who were with us at the time. We were just sitting out. We just couldn't be happier. We get inside, right when the screen went dark. You're waiting in line. Yeah, that Wait, was a, waiting in a long line. Getting re- you're all excited a, to see this movie. For a midnight premiere. We saw it 3D. We got the special 3D glasses. We did. we did. Actually, no, you got the 3D glasses before. We just got the normal ones. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. but right when the theater went dark, Brad had yelled "Avengers," and myself and the other people with yelled "Assemble." No one else caught on. <laughs> I remember. I recall fine. this. I recall this. I had this. I had this plan. I was like. Uh, okay, we're gonna when the movie starts. When the movie starts, I'm gonna yell out Avengers, and hopefully everyone will say Assemble. We're all nerds in we're here, all right? nerds obviously. Here. Yeah. yeah, nobody did it, and so that did not happen. Nope. I have not done it. Yeah, since. I didn't. I didn't take that <laughs> risk when I went to my midnight showing. I just shouted the full thing, Avengers and Assemble. said Avengers Assemble. Yeah, see, I had my smart. little Captain America shield that was a frisbee Aww. right nice. on my wrist. <laughs> yeah, that was that was smarter. Yeah, uh, I've never done it since. Maybe I'll do it for ta- Endgame. I take risks. No, but, <laughs> yeah. but that night it was. It was one of the greatest films I've seen on the big screen. Yeah, that it's definitely summer. like in it terms was, of like uh, like theatrical events. Yeah, like yeah, I think Avengers is definitely like top five. So Sparks, yeah. initial thoughts. Uh, I remember telling people that I knew that I thought this was going to be the biggest movie that wasn't a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh. It, it very much reminded me of a Star Wars level hype, mm-hmm. you know, an event kind of film, not the likes of which we haven't seen. And this since is back when like there weren't going to be more Star Wars films, and, yeah. so and we like, didn't see a new one of these every three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it was like I think this is going to be this Star was, Wars level. This was yeah. a year after Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. Like this was there was a large gap between Captain America and, and and Avengers. Even though we got that teaser at the end of that movie, I'm still like. Whew. It's not real. You they're pun- they're <laughs> punking you. I'm getting punked. Like I'm just waiting for the rug to be pulled under me. Yeah. Right. I, I've been looking, out from under me. I was out from under forward, me. As we, as I said in my la- in our last special, I was looking forward to Avengers. This you couldn't stop saying it. Yeah, yes. I couldn't stop because I couldn't believe it was gonna happen. No, there was no such thing as a Justice League movie at the time. There was not even hope for a Justice League movie because the Nolan films were in full swing, and there's no thought of a Superman film but well, I had my arc reactor Steel. before Avengers came yeah, out yeah you had your arc reactor before Avengers I, well, I came didn't out. wait I didn't wait God. no I could we get not. it you're a nerd I am I'm super fake I couldn't, f- I couldn't believe a team up movie of this magnitude was happening and how good it is and it still holds you know, up man, we got one it's day. called mystery man Shut up! No. Oh boy, I that movie's good. I don't even know. What <laughs> Ooh, are we having? Oh, guys, Mystery Man, don't sleep on it. No, I just, okay. I'm just talking about the poll, not necessarily yeah. its quality. No, like yeah. he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I um. Jesus, I was already like throughout the the four years prior to this, I was so far into this franchise that I was like, okay. Wow, we're we're making it. We we know we knew the MacGuffin. We knew it was the Tesseract because it was the MacGuffin for all the movies. Um. Yeah. And um. Man, I just I was just so excited. I don't remember being so excited for a movie. I wasn't excited for that for Age of Ultron. Not nearly as excited as I was for Avengers. Like yeah, Avengers sure. was was because well, like it. that initial like surprise. Yeah, like any big franchise that has their first opening. Like, like holy shit! Yeah. And like the money shot in the trailer of the of the twirling around. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh man! And yeah. that's not even like the coolest shot in that movie, which just lends credence to how awesome that movie is and how so, full of awesome stuff it is. So let's get into it. Um, I I do want to I do want to start with this because I'm I'm I, I don't want to I'm gonna get some flack for this. Right? Uh, there are two there are two things I don't like about the film and I continue to dislike. Is it the opening? There are three things I don't like about this <laughs> film, <laughs> and I continue to not like them yeah. uh, throughout subsequent viewings. Uh, I'm not crazy about the opening. I think upon rewatching this movie over and over, I think the opening 
is like the absolute worst part of the movie. Yeah. If there are a worst part, if but like I think it opens very flat. I yes. think it just like throws you in. I think like the stuff with Hawkeye real fast as him turning evil. It's, it's like a real weird. It's and really the, fast. None of the films, none of the films have ever opened like this since yeah. or or back then. Like it's a real weird open with the Tesseract and the Paramount logo. This is yeah. the first film distributed by Disney. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. Paramount still had their logo on it. And again, it's not like bad. It's just like it, it's it felt kind of kind of flat. Yeah, it's. Really and I was weird. like, okay, yeah, this is fun and cool, but like it, it isn't until after that where you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't much care for Captain America's portrayal throughout throughout eighty percent of this film. Uh, I think he is uh, too much of a Boy of Scout? a dick. Like I think him. he's too much of a dick in this movie. Uh, I will for say a lot of yeah, it, not yeah. for all of it. Um, and then I'm not crazy about the production design, the set design specifically of the film. I think it, it, some of it falls a little flat. We, and that yeah. said, the film is a solid watch. Yeah. Well, we watched the video on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think a lot of it uh, is a because... Part two's out. Part two is out, yes. Uh, this guy named Patrick Willems does this incredible like, in-depth view of the Marvel C- Cinematic Universe. No, I was going to wait for I you. I haven't either, yes. yes. I was hoping you were going to wait for me. Yeah. Um, but his whole thing is like, Joss Whedon, you know, great dialogue writer, He's a television guy, yeah. and a lot of the shots are like from TV. They're static, flat shots of just people talking. Yes. So a lot of the movie is that, but then that allows you to have the really great creative action scenes, which are not boring. I do think the action sequences are where the this action film scenes are stellar. Are, are the hi- the highlight of this of this film are the action yeah. sequences. Uh, I think largely, but not necessarily due to Joss Whedon, but a lot of people behind the scenes, yeah. the the choreographers, the special effects artists, like a lot of that stuff really really lands. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I want to counter your opening arguments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I I kind of just I actually like the opening. Uh, mm-hmm. I prefer that it opens without um, Thor, Iron Man, or Captain America. Yeah. Any of the big heroes who who would be bringing people to the theaters, but it opens with the Tesseract for Captain America, Selvig for Thor, mm-hmm. and uh, Shield personnel for Iron Man. People you've seen in the other movies because this was at a time when there was no guarantee everyone going to see Avengers saw Thor, sure, or Captain America. And only saw Iron Man. I mean, that's why Captain America the way he is. Or, like, only saw Captain America, but didn't see... You get what I'm saying with that. Right, yeah. Uh, I thought that opening actually did a really good job of uh, anybody who was that loose strand still, like, keeping them like, hey, this is why this thing's connected to these other things. Here's here's where we're going. Because you kind of got to bring them in that way. You can't be like, well, this is Iron Man's movie, so we're going to open with Iron Man. Mm -hmm. You know, this is everybody's movie, so we don't open with any of them. Right. Um, And and I thought thought that was a good precedent. There was a fear going in that it would just be... Iron Man. Iron Man's film because yeah. this was sure uh, because he was the most famous of the Avengers. A right. lot of people I remember hearing about when Avengers was coming out because there a lot of people's fear of this was like, oh, they're gonna focus too much on one character and like, then how can all, you possibly like they're gonna focus too much on stuff. Iron Man? They're gonna focus too much on Captain you know America. How you possibly do it? You give one of them nothing to do. Yeah, but they're saying like, hey, we're gonna fo- they're gonna focus too much on one hero and not give everyone due screen time. Thank God that's not true. Yeah. Right. I I man, I do think I do think the criticism that Hawkeye is underserved is is valid. I just think it's a bummer that like he's he he finally gets to be in a movie and two thirds of it he's like under brainwashed. Yeah. So he I, has no character in that movie. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. He really doesn't. He's a cool badass. The Hawks. Yeah, like, he's Age cool. of Ultron is where he gets the character. Exactly. I was about to say. I mean, jumping forward a little yeah. bit in our specials, but Age of Ultron is where he gets to shine a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. And I'm happy for that. Yeah. I I think that's uh, Hawkeye's just. I agree, but I'm also like. I'm willing to take it for everything else to be developed as well as it was yeah. because I don't think there was room to develop Hawkeye and honestly because he isn't developed in any movie previously you would have to yeah. there isn't really room for it so he's just kind of got to be a, a essentially a glorifi- yeah. glorified 
extra shield yeah. person. But that's, I mean, that's what bums me out. Like, like he teased, he's teased in Thor, and then he finally mm-hmm. shows up, but he's literally not the character for most of the movie. And sure. I, I think that's a, it is a disservice to that character. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Like, again, it doesn't ruin any I think of the plot a, stuff. I think it's a valid criticism, however, it doesn't ruin the film. Again, it doesn't ruin it. Yeah. I just, I kind of wish it went a different way. But yeah. again, we get Age of Ultron, where, like, his whole thing is, like, I don't want to be brainwashed again. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it makes it better in the end. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, did you want to counter any other thing? I, I think Tom Hiddleston's uh, real cool when he comes right in, all messed up and that is cool. Yeah, kind of off, off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good place to pick up right yeah. out of Thor. Oh yeah, yeah and we're, if we're talking about the opening, I just we're introduced it. to the other uh, early on, which is um, six Ale- Alexis Denisov yeah. <laughs> from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Great voice. Who we don't see again until Guardians. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't even think it's him. It is. It no, is. Yeah, it is guaranteed. Him. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It is guaranteed him. Yeah. So. The film opens with the with an interesting Loki cold gets open. The tesseract. Loki does get the tesseract and he goes into the wind. Um, this is one of my this is one of my favorite things about the movie is when we're introduced to each of the Avengers. Uh, in this film, I've talked about it before, but in this film, each of the Avengers is introduced with a line of dialogue that precedes it. So when they go to when Fury goes to Captain America and talks about the tesseract, he says, "Do you have any advice for what we should do?" And, yeah, I was going to bring it Cap, sa- Cap says, "You should have left it in the ocean." Cut to Iron Man in the ocean. Mm. Yeah. And I, I thought that was real cool. Yeah. yeah. And, then when, and then when um, there's, there's still there's still two two other ones when um, when uh, who Black was Widow? the Black Widow? Oh, um, the we need soldiers line is preceded directly by directly before uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. um, and then the Thor line is is when they're uh, when they're seeing the the the, the lightning and thunder is like you're scared of a little lightning. I'm not overly fond of what follows, yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then Thor comes crashing in. I thought that was it's, real cool. It's, it's perfect yeah. comic book representation of a page turn. Yes, yes like yes, that's yes. what I think the Avengers more than almost maybe any other comic book movie does right. Like those moments where you turn the page and like, oh hell yeah, this is a moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. here's yeah. Thor. Uh, I, I think um, I really like Thor and Loki's interaction in, yeah. on the on the ledge, and it's and it's perfect for because there's definitely a lot of people who didn't see those origin movies before yeah. Avengers, and I think that's why Captain America is distilled because that's what the Avengers is. It's it's all the characters distilled into their like their most true uh, facsimiles of their personality, yeah. even if it's a little like hard for Steve, like he's a little tougher. But like you understand Thor and Loki's relationship immediately. You know, Loki's the bad dude, yeah. and Thor just wants to be a good brother. You get that with like a couple lines of dialogue. When they're talking about Odin, yeah. two ravens fly by the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Odin's like, "What's my bro? What are my sons doing?" What's I always thought that was that was yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of good stuff. I, th- I think the action sequence between the three of them, uh, or between Iron Man and Thor, is really fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the like banter between Th- the two. Like when Thor shocks him and Jarvis is like, "Powered at full hundred percent, sir." Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's just a, it's blast a, him. Uh, it just keeps going back and forth, like underestimating, overestimating each other. Like, yeah, like all the action, it, it serves the characters and it serves the plot. Like, it's it, this movie just knows how to do everything right, and the Dark pacing's mother? really strong. And the pacing is. is really yeah. strong. It needs to be. It needs to be a tight film because we're doing something that's never been done before. Sure. Yeah. You're creating a, you're creating the equivalent of a comic book event. Yeah. But in a two and a half hour. Actually, no. The film's not even two and a half hours. The film's surprisingly shorter yeah. than, than I yeah. anticipated. Um, the the film is is a masterclass in a balancing act, and this is where I think getting uh, Joss Whedon was the right idea because he balances character work like that he balances all these characters everything he works on is about a group of people yes he yeah. works so, with groups really well so he yeah. knows how to he knows how to balance them and he uses captain america as the viewpoint of all the other characters and i think that's that's really well executed in the yeah, film i agree mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um like small moments uh, i really enjoy when natasha goes to get bruce oh, yeah. yeah and where we pick up with bruce which is a good transitional place from incredible hulk yes Agreed. um she calls uh, she says you've been 
so many days without an incident, which is still exactly what they called it when they did the counters yeah. in Incredible Hulk, and I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, I, there's a, some subtle some subtle bits where they're talking about like things I can't have, and he pushed the cradle. He's like, I can't have Aww. kids. And I, th- yeah. There's some really sweet touches in there. Um, when, so when Mark Ruffalo was first casted, like, were you guys cool with it? I, I didn't know Mark Ruffalo that, uh, from anything. I didn't know. I hadn't I'd, seen him before. I was a little like, oh, I think when I first saw Mark Ruffalo in the trailers as You'd Bruce seen Banner. 13 going on 30 by then. Honestly, I don't think I have seen Honestly, going that might have been like I'm one of the... I'm pretty sure you have. I'll, I'll, look, I have. I'll look it I have, up. I never saw that movie. But I was like, "Hey, where's the other guy?" But then I just got over it because I'm like, "Oh, they must have—he must have didn't want to do it again." So whatever. Yeah, I mean, there is a, not to get too much into the behind-the-scenes stuff, but this is still—you know—Ike Perlmutter was still meddling with the cinematic universe at this point. Yeah. Ken yeah. Feige didn't have uh, the control that he has now, and there was a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with Edward Norton that you know Joss Whedon was talking we, about. How so we real, talked real quick. a bit about this when we did Incredible Hulk. Also, yeah. uh, Mark Ruffalo uh, before Avengers was an Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind. Which Zodiac, I did see. Zodiac, Shutter Island. So I, I definitely knew of him. So yeah. Isn't Shutter Island? Yeah, Ooh, I don't remember. Yeah, him he's a Shutter partner. Island. I have not seen Shutter, Shutter Island. It's good. No, yeah. I've seen Shutter Island. I just don't remember him in it. I'm not saying so. you didn't. <laughs> anyway. Ben, the makeup was good. <laughs> That's a callback. Callback. <laughs> callback so, to the last episode or to the podcast episode. Yeah, I um. Lost my train of thought. So move it's on. Okay, we were talking about the right, Mark so Ruffalo the, Edward Norton thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Edward Norton thing, which is, we is, talked about. Some I, I, we I, I, just, I just bring it up because, like, I know I was like, like you know, the Incredible Hulk's like, whatever, like how you feel about it, but like seeing Mark Ruffalo, I'm like, I'm totally happy with this recast. He's totally great for me. Yeah, yeah. Especially he's a little more kooky than Edward Norton. The, and des- I the design it. of the Hulk doesn't really do it for me in this film. Uh, design wise, they they definitely. This was, and this has continued on. He's more animalistic. Like He's a, a way like a, a lot, a lot more, a lot more burly and gorilla-like, and much more, much more like a caveman. They give him, they give him a little hint of the, um, the of big the, brow, of the big brow that, yeah. that he had in the, in the early comics. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm one of, the, I'm in the minority who likes the, the, uh, Incredible more, Hulk? the Incredible Hulk look, um, like very top sure. heavy. Yeah. 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 So like, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not willing to, to die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> but I realize it did where look I stand. incredible in the film, though. Ah. No, no, no. What I'm saying is visually, oh yes, the 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 uh, technology of bringing Hulk into this movie looked really good. I agree. Yeah. Seeing, you seeing can justify s- your pun all you want, sir, but I'm still disappointed in you making it. I don't Immortal. know. I didn't know what pun I made. Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, normally I do. That wasn't on yeah. purpose. It's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I I thought uh, I've said it. I think I've said it before, but um, I think Mark Ruffalo's kind of it retrospectively is weakest as Bruce Banner in this film. I know it's his first movie, but yeah. it's one where when I saw the first Avengers, I was like, I kind of miss Edwards, Bruce. Yeah. I felt yeah. that way with when Avengers came out. I don't feel that as much these days, but back then I was definitely like, I'm not crazy about your interpretation of Bruce. You know what I really, what scene I really liked though, uh, bouncing off of that is the scene where they're in the wishbone. And when they um, are talking about just, how Bruce kind of keeps it in control. That whole scene between Tony and Bruce, I think, is actually really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, up until the part where, um, and I'll get to a little fun fact here, um, when they're when he jabs him with the with the little thing and like shocks Bruce, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and then Cap comes in. Now, fun fact about that scene: Captain America, Captain America was in that scene from the start. Oh, he's in the room. They. They edited. They they CG'd him out. He's actually sitting on one of the crates watching this interaction, and so when he shows up, if you actually watch it, when he shows up, he's not coming from the door. He had just hopped off the crate. Huh. 
I think, huh. Okay. And once you know that, that seems real weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there the whole He's time. He's like Drax, just like sitting there. No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> Brand's like, I hope I ruined that moment for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> Never but, see it the same. No, see, I love things like that yeah. because like it, it's movie making. Like yeah. things happen and you don't even realize. Like in the edit, it saves a lot of things. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. They, they added the sound effect of the door opening to give the illusion that he was com- that he had just come in at that yeah, moment. Sure. Uh, I think that scene is really good. The two of them bonding together. And, Science bros. And yeah, yeah. you get the realization that uh, RDJ, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Ben, um, had uh, yeah. um, uh, yeah. <laughs> had uh, um, hidden food around the set. Like blueberries or? Like blueberries uh, or whatever. Yeah. And he just like would would pull it out of <laughs> the set. And it got to the point where they couldn't find it. They couldn't find any of them. So they just let him do it. So right. he would just eat, on, eat while they were shooting. Yeah. I like it's pretty that. good. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the relationship between Pepper and Tony for the one scene that we get it is already a lot better than it was in Iron Man 2. Agreed. Well, yeah. I think a lot of things are... are yeah, but I mean, like, actually, I believe that relationship. I didn't really feel it in Iron Man 2. Yeah. So because of the way it was It's written. a little weird that she's dressed in, like, short shorts. Uh, they they sexual... Like, Joss Whedon sexualizes Gwyneth Paltrow more hey than, man, they, than, than, she was, than she was uh, sexualized in the, in the two Iron Man films. Yeah. I will say, I think both... Uh, Pepper and Tony look weirdly old in this movie. Not like not like old. I think old is wrong, but older than the than the last two movies, and definitely older than the next film. Like for whatever reason, there's more gray in Downey's hair. There, there, there's less makeup on on Paltrow. I think it's kind of. I think it's a little interesting direction. I don't think it's a criticism. I just think it's a strange like stylistic choice. Yeah, maybe, maybe because he's like. Besides like Hawkeye, but like of mm-hmm. like the main guys, like he's the only like real regular human. So they really want to focus on like look how human he is, and he is older. Yeah, and maybe. Steve's not a super soldier, or he's a super soldier, and Thor's a god. Yeah. And the Hulk turns into a giant monster. He's just a dude. He's maybe. a smart dude. That could be. Yeah. Uh, then in Iron Man three, looked much younger. Yeah. I think it's kind of. I think it. I think it's the haircut. And I think stuff so too. too. I think early yeah. early days they weren't quite sure how old they wanted uh, Tony Stark to be. Sure. And I, I think that kind of like shot themselves in the foot yeah. a couple of times with the timeline there. Just keep them oldish. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but that that's just a weird observation I always is make. Is it called the wishbone? Yeah, the, where the, the where the lab is in and was called, was called the wishbone. Like oh, it. by oh. the way, we didn't even touch on it. The sequence when they're coming up the when the helicarrier yeah is incredible. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. I thought that I was mean, just, we've just a, been jumping around. So yeah. yeah, I thought that was just a regular aircraft carrier. But the second oh boy, you not read the comics? Come on, you should have known. My my boy. I was sitting there and yeah. I saw that and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. There's no way they brought a helicarrier. I into knew this. it, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, as soon as Hulk was like, "Oh, submersible, blah blah blah," is this a and then Black Widow's like, uh, "Think again," and I'm like, and co- "Oh, and baby, Shield's here." Hell yeah. The yeah. moment, the moment they reveal it in the fanfare. Yeah. And then of course, so good by the way. And of course, uh, uh, Brandon's like, "Oh no, this is much worse." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so <such a> good. <laughs> really, Spirit wants me in a pressurized submersible under the wa- under the water. No. Oh no! This is much worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know, for a movie that has so many incredible like sequences, like just a helicarrier launching to the air is like really powerful in a weird way because it's, it's something from the comics that's a mainstay. Yeah. This you never think yeah. you'd see. I think that's actually an excellent example of the other thing that that Whedon does well in this film is he knows how to make uh, the moments have their proper f- feeling of gravitas on on film. The yeah. score helping it, the the way he sets up the shots. So the helicarrier rising out of the ocean is a big moment yeah. because yeah. you haven't had that yet in the MCU. And even with everything we have going back and watching it this time, it still feels like 
a moment. It does yeah. feel like a moment. Yeah. yeah, it's such a it's such an exciting moment. Plus, Every it, makes, time uh, I watch plus it. it makes Steve give Fury the ten bucks, which is a great playoff. That oh yeah, gag. yeah. That, that that took me a couple watches. I, Same. To, to realize that's what happened. I yeah. still I still feel like most people, regular people watching that, don't even get that's a joke. Yeah. Mm. Like because it took me again it's, like two or three tries. It's a smart script. It's really it smart. Um, yeah. The way that he plays in like he keeps jokes like that present throughout the the film to keep the humor light, but it's never overbearing. Yeah. And uh, things like the development of Coulson's cellist girlfriend in the background. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's another great part of it. Um, yeah. Giving Coulson just a little bit more development. If you're paying attention, you catch it. Yeah. One of the, so speaking of, of Coulson uh, going into this film uh, and, you know, revisiting it after Captain Marvel, which I didn't do, but you know, I'm, I just place it in my mind. Um, the sequence we talked about it in the Captain Marvel review, um, the sequence where Coulson dies uh, lands better Having Captain Marvel in the canon, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I yeah. would say that, and I, I think that's uh, I think that's anything uh, developing Coulson more. Yes, yeah. especially pre this this moment, and um, we're not going to touch on the TV shows. <laughs> so as far as the movies go, Coulson does die in this yeah. movie. He's been dead for uh, since then. Man, for, didn't. for a lot of people, like it's not that it's, they don't watch a show like they might even not know the show even isn't around mm-hmm. so for a lot of people like this is Coulson coming back after like seven years yeah, yeah. and that's pretty exciting that's really exciting yeah. like, I thought about that yeah. and Coulson showed I was like man think about that this was just anyway but like um, the sequence where he dies is I understand why they chose him because he was the only he, he'd met two Avengers that, that previously you developed the idea that he's a huge fan of Captain America so mm-hmm. he idolizes Captain America you need America. something to designed a suit he designed a mm-hmm. he designed a suit, mm-hmm. which is awful. I disagree <laughs> with you, but go ahead. You yeah. don't like his. Let's talk about it. you. You like his suit in this film? I do. Yeah. Why? Mostly, I think it's it's the bright colors. Interesting. It's more very than comic anything. Yeah. It's it's very comic booky, yeah. and I, I, that's that's actually a great way to put it. The the whole thing feels very comic booky, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what I wanted this to be. Sure. I, that, that's what I wanted this one specifically to be. I don't need war hero Captain America. Yeah, I we want got comic book superhero movie. Captain America. Even first all his designs in all the other films feel very war hero Captain America, not superhero comic book character sure. Captain America. And I'm sure I like that's what the bright. For. I like the bright colors. I think they they stand out really well in this film. And I and I don't even mind the, the I I can agree that the design is a little much, but I think that it also needed to be a little much in this movie. Um, the fact that Coulson designed it makes me like it more. Yeah. Uh, with the with the the addition of it, and I'm gonna give you a, give it over to you in a second, Ben. Um, but I wouldn't even uh say that it's necessarily my favorite over the later ones. If the later ones just kept some of that bright blue when he's doing things like an Age of Ultron, like he can have that design. But I wish that the blue wasn't such a dark navy. I wish sure. it was a little brighter. Sure. No, I was gonna say even in the first Avenger, his costume is pretty bright blue. Like you're, it's he, a gray blue. It's uh, well, I'll it's I'll still, give him I'll give him that it's gray blue. It's still brighter than Winter Soldier or even Age of Ultron. Well, those are definitely darker. Well, so yeah. the, so I I agree with you. My problem with the suit isn't necessarily the colors. I th- I think it's it's weirdly tight. Yeah, it looks and a it, little it's, tight on. It's it looks very snug and it looks like it's like smushing his head. Like the helmet looks like it's smushing his head. His cheeks are kind of budging out, budging out of the sides there. Sure. Um, I I just don't like how the suit fits on him. I don't think it I don't think it works very well. Something I really like about it in Avengers when you watch Steve move is I I feel how fast he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the later films, I feel like he's a little bulky. He doesn't move as fast. Part of that being in the costume design. Sure. So I I 
I agree with you. It's a pre- it's pretty tight. I don't need it to be that tight, but I also don't love how bulk it's it is in the later films. I wish that he it still kind of had this idea of Steve kind of being a little more lean and fast and spry mm-hmm. uh, to jump around. Like the whole scene, a great example of that kind of speed is when uh, he's fighting Loki and Loki has him pinned right at the helmet, and then he springs back up and, and kicks like, him right in the face. Today. Like I like a Captain America who can like move like that when he's running down the the bus on the streets and and sure. moving ahead. So I like yeah. that kind of speed. The to thing him. about Captain America is like people. Like they assume, like oh, he's just like mega, super strong. Like Captain America is supposed to be the the peak human a person could be. So like he's not supposed to be the Hulk strong. He's supposed no. to be the the maximum a human being is allowed to be. Mm-hmm. So yes, he is very strong. He's very fast, but he's not Superman. No. And I think I think Avengers does a good job of showcasing. And it's a word, but that's a way later movie of showcasing. Yo, man, he's he's a regular person, but like heightened, like crazy. Like you yeah. see, you do see Captain America cut up. Yeah. You see him bleeding. Yeah, sure. you see, you he's, see a, him, he's a person. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's not invulnerable like Thor or like the Hulk. Hulk is like, he, he, he's practically... Hulk gets shot nothing happens to yeah, him. Hulk, you sh- yeah, they shoot at Hulk and he's fine. Whereas Captain America, he did. If he, if he gets shot. The yeah. the um, the fight sequence between Hulk and Captain and, and Thor. I think right. that's a good sequence. <laughs> yeah. Before that, like the the stuff with Scarlet Scarlet Witch, Jesus Christ, Scar- Black, Black, Widow. Black Widow. Like when Black Widow, uh, like and Banner fall through, and yeah. Black Widow stuck, and she's like, "I swear to you, I'll get you out of here." And Hulk, and Banner's like, "You're you swear on your life, you will." And she's yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Oh. And then it turns to the Hulk, uh, and it turns into a horror movie for four minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "This is great." No. Holy shit! Look I also Hulk. I also like how I also like how she's like you know just kind of like there. Yeah. Uh, she looks actually shell shocked. Actually scared because yeah. like she's never experienced but, the Hulk before. But one of the things I was one of the things I was kind of like when when later in the Battle of New York uh, when when she when she's like this all looks horrible is like I've seen worse I'm like have you have you is this worse than him? You know what I'll say I bet you she because she's she's an assassin murderer yeah. I bet she's seen worse murder stuff she's never seen a giant green monster no mm, so true. like she's definitely no, uh, like got com- red in her comparatively ledger. speaking yeah. of Alien and the Leviathan and the Hulk cause yeah. like. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I, think buy it's, it. I think it's supposed to be just a fun line. I think so yeah. too. Um, well, my favorite fun yeah. line in this whole movie is that man is playing Galaga. Yeah, yes. you is that, was that an improv line? It was. That was, yeah. that was an improv it was line. Impro- uh, Downey and and uh, Whedon worked really well together. So there's a lot of improv from Downey in this film. Yeah, I, mean, I believe that. Yeah. Um, Black Widow is a much better character here than in Iron Man 2 as well. Absolutely. Oh, they decided yeah. to, you mean she is a character? Yeah. Uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I know we, we lose some stuff with Hawkeye, but they had to develop Black Widow too, and I'm glad we at least get that. Yeah. This ground level. The interrogation sequence. It was, oh, it was yeah. honestly, it was more needed for her than it was for him going I, into this I agree. movie. Sure, I agree. Because she was more prevalent and also the only female on the team. Yeah. 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 I think the interrogation sequence is really cool. Yeah, uh, with uh, Loki and Black Widow. Because like the bit, yeah, quick, I think that's great. The big thing with like going into this movie, a lot of people are like, "Why are Black Widow and Hawkeye here? You have a god. You have the smartest person on the planet. You have a super soldier. Why do you need to do?" But they guns? even talk about it it's like, "Why do they need us?" Yeah. Hey, that. And old- you know what? Black Widow, she's a spy. She knows knows how to use her words in her mind, and she tricks mm-hmm. the god of mischief into telling her her his plan. Not that's only brilliant. that, she brilliant. sneaks up on him. He yeah. says like, "Not many people can sneak up on yeah, me." Every yeah. person, How'd you do that? Every person has yeah. their has their merits and their benefits. Yeah, it showcases her skill set yeah. really nicely. Yeah, um, not to let her get forgotten, but uh, Maria Hill's introduced. Yeah, yeah, she is. And I wish there were more of her, but I really like her. Yeah, this is the only film that I do like her in. Yeah, I think she's incredibly underutilized throughout the entire MCU. I, th- I agree. I, uh, we talked about it. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I, th- I think Maria Hill is, is the character who's been most underserved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that I agree. I, I, sorry, that sounded weird. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't think that she's, 
uh, that I don't like her in the other films. I just think she isn't there enough. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So like in Winter Soldier, I like her when she's there. She's just not in it enough for yeah. me. Right. Um, but I don't think she's doing a bad job or anything. Yeah. Speaking of, of Hill... I just wanted to clarify Yeah. That. Speaking of Hill, I think uh, Sam Jackson's really good in this one. Sam Jackson's good in everything. Let's yeah. Be uh, watching, watching Avengers and Winter Soldier, we, uh, sp- uh, specifically Winter Soldier, after seeing Captain Marvel, it really made me... I'm talking about Captain Marvel a little bit. It really made me retroactively appreciate how much... Sam Jackson did to make himself feel like a younger version of himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is a separation. He does of feel youth. 20 years younger he in that movie. He feels younger in that film, right. for sure. So, uh, you know, kudos to him on, yeah. on building this character so well. I think I think Fury is really good in this film. Uh, he, he, he uses an RPG to, to stop one of his own planes. Oh, yeah. uh, the Battle of New York. So let's talk about the Battle of New York. Uh, uh, before we get there, real quick, I just wanted to say that one of my favorite sequences is when Loki's in Germany and takes that dude's eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, an yeah, excellent yeah. sequence that leads into one of my favorite fight moments between him and Cap, and also the old guy who stands up oh, and yeah. says, There are always men like you, which is one of my favorite yeah. moments in the film. Mm. No, there no don't want to like forget me. that moment because that moment's bomb. Yeah. Every time I see yeah. that scene in the film, I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a moment that. This is the stuff I come for. That's a moment that's it's an interesting moment. I, I like it. And and yet there's a, there's a part of me that's kind of like this is a little much, but it's it's still a good moment. It still lands pretty for well. me. It, again, like because this is the Avengers and the first Avengers and the first ensemble film of all these big comic book characters coming together. I I feel like Coulson says it really well. Of like y- you know we need a little. We need, we, a need a little, we need a little old fashioned. Yeah, we need a little old fashioned. Yeah. We need a little much yeah. to make this movie work. I think those things a- a- absent out of this movie would, would cost it some of its charm. Sure. And why people got sold on the MCU. Yeah. I think this film I think this film was able to uh, this film uses those those moments, those old old fashioned moments to get the audience on board. And then the rest of the MCU was able to tone it down yes. because now the audience is I, here. I was going to say, I think what the, the Avengers does so well, just overall what we're talking about, I think it showcases everything the MCU could be yeah. to sell you on the future of right. where the MCU can go. Right. And it says it can be all of these things. We want to show you all the different places that this can be, all the different things it can represent. Here you go. Right. Yeah. So the Battle of New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really impressive. I think the single take is awesome. It's I like. There are probably like cooler moments in other movies, but like, I don't think anything will top for seeing that in the theater of like seeing the yeah. the double page spread moment of I all don't the think, Avengers. I don't think anything's going to to top the moment when the camera circles around them. You know, dun dun yeah. dun dun. That dun. moment will be cinematic history just as much as like the first time Jaws popped out. Yes, 100%. Yeah. In, yes. The, in the film that we always see that shot when he's throwing the chum, you know, yes. that that I, kind of iconic shot. It will always it's, be that. Yeah, it's... Uh, the T-Rex breaking through the fence. Right. It's yeah. that for Avengers. That will always be looked back to when you uh, see, like, big cinematic reels of film history. Probably my favorite moment from, like, the battle, you know, the banner it rolls up on a scooter and like <laughs> oh who's, who's the it's um harry dean stanton yes harry harry dean stanton, stanton, you have a condition his son uh, you've yeah. got a condition freaking there's a giant leviathan snake monster coming from the sky uh-huh. and then like well that's not a party and then bruce is like i'm just always angry and he turns into the hulk immediately and like i punches it in the face the theater goes crazy yeah, yeah. I, that was an excellent scene seeing yeah, that in my theater, i think everyone che- if i remember correctly everyone cheered oh hell yeah dude when uh Absolutely. Do you remember Renan when? Uh, oh, yes, yes. Everyone. Yeah. The, the theater we saw was a cheer fest. Yeah. Like I like man, 
Man, there is nothing like seeing an Avengers movie at midnight with a bunch of fans. Yeah. Because yeah, with people. Boy, howdy, are people into it. Holy shit. Like, the second Hulk, he turns into Hulk, says, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Turns into the Hulk, punches the Leviathan in the face, and then finally all the rest of the Leviathans come down, and everyone's like gets their or, or their orders, and when he turns to Hulk, says, Hulk, smash. And Smiles. he's like, yeah. yeah. Man, a lot of those people are still in those buildings when the Leviathans are coming down. One of the... What, Hulk goes like rampages through an office building. Those people didn't expect to see this today. No, they're nope. not. <laughs> not at all. I always like the bit that there's still people in those buildings. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that too. Um, but one of the, oh, one of the things. Look I've, at them, Avengers save people. Well, so I wanted to get to that because yeah. one of my favorite things about this and to this day is that there's an emphasis on actually saving people, containing the 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 fight to a couple of blocks. Because you see, Cap Cap tell like I need a perimeter here, here, and here, and get those people out. Blah blah. Like you know, you have people saying you have you have all these people trying to, and you, there's the scenes of Hawkeye just pulling people out of a bus. You know, what we're trying year to get did Man of Steel come out? 2013, a year later. Yep. Yeah. So you had you had it right there, you guys. So this so this film, you know, tries to actually put us emphasis on we're and trying to save superheroes. Yeah. That's what they do. They save people. They yeah. don't just punch bad guys. They save people. And that's why the Battle of New York, isn't. Just the entire city is, isn't leveled. It's Middle just a Cap couple gives of blocks. orders like save yeah. these people, cops, do this yeah. thing. It's uh, just yeah. a couple of blocks. And I love seeing Captain America strategizing it. Yes, like, making the plan with the Avengers and making the plan with the police. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one of my favorite one of the favorite parts of the movie is that actually at the end when they're to look at the newsreels of all the people like saying "Yay, Avengers," where you go to Ashley Johnson who had a who was the waitress and she had a little more prevalent part in the scene earlier. But she said, "Boy, people were real upset about that character when the movie came out." Yeah, but there she was like, "We're supposed to fear them? No, Captain America saved my life, and that is just amazing." And I'm like, "Yeah, they were saying like he goes into that building with a bunch of the Jatari and they're about to set a bomb, and he gets them out. He gets rid of the Jatari, but you can tell it's like, oh boy, okay, we gotta keep going. People recognize a hero when they see it. Oh yeah, yeah. and and he's he's dressed." As a superhero in this film, yeah, damn right. Um. <laughs> Again, you know, and you know, to t- to your point, like this is like the comic book movies like, of comic book movies. So uh-huh. like having him look a little silly, like maybe maybe a little old fashioned is what's kind of what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I-, I get it. Yeah, there's yeah. there's so much there's so much in the Battle of New York that's that's so good. Um, one of the one of my favorite little little tidbits is the uh, statue on top of Grand Central was destroyed, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, we'll get to another bit that I just remembered. Uh, and in by the time we get to Age of Ultron, it's been replaced with another memorial that's been that's continued on whenever we see Grand Central in the oh, yeah, MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another. It's a new memorial about the Battle of New York. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So right. that's I think that's really. What cool. is it of? Uh, it's it it's of Current, the the real one is like uh, World War Two or something. Well, like I mean that. like yeah. the Marvel. Uh, it's it's firemen and and police. Right, yeah. Who are who are working during the Battle of New York? How they saved? Oh, the it's lot. not superhero yeah. related. It's, it's, not, superhero it's related. not the Avengers. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. No, That's it's awesome. it's the it's the real heroes who were real world uh, yeah, human yeah. kind of heroes. Cops and first responders yes, who yeah. were who were uh, working under Captain America's orders. You know, uh, protecting the streets. It's a statue commemorating them. Uh, Implying it, I'd imagine that a few lost their lives doing yeah. so. Yeah. That's awesome. So the also the um, the stat the the Stark Tower. Uh, keeps losing letters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a good gag. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know if gag's the right word for it, but it's a it's a good th- m- it's a, motif. It's, I would yeah. say it's a good motif, or or that or kind of like a um, a wink in a way. It's like, huh, you know what this is gonna become? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't think about it. Like, I, no, yeah. While it's happening, out. you're yeah. not really thinking about no. it. Then you're left with the A, and then you're like, 
Mm. It's like, when the, like when the movie is going on, you just see letters fall and you don't rec- realize what's happening. And it's not until that last Tony shot Stank. where you see the A and it's like, oh, that's going to become Avengers Tower. I think I caught on to it, and I don't remember if this is true, yeah. but I think I caught on to it right when the la- second to last fell. And I was oh, like, okay. oh, they're just it's just an A. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so I want to touch on Tony Stark's uh, sacrificial moment. Uh, when he gets, oh, he's when he in the mark. The, he's in the mark seven. Uh, I want to touch on that. They real quick that the World Security Council was going to blow up New York. Yeah, uh, you mean Hydra? I mean Hydra. Yeah, yeah you know where yeah. I'm at because the guy it, who's who's the one in the World Booth, Security baby. Council who's pushing that decision. Power we know Booth. from the show. I know you don't want to talk about it. Is Hydra, mm. which is why he's not in the Winter Soldier you know, man, on that position. Good of on that Security show Council anymore. to get. Harris Booth from the movie. Yeah. That's 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 one same, thing. That's the same character too. Yeah, yeah. That works. Um, because because he was Hydra, and I'm like, you know what? Retroactively, I again, yeah, I know you, you don't want to take out all the, show, the heroes. But retroactively, that decision makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. yeah. Sparks, when we saw the movie together, you were telling me it's like, yeah, this guy is Hydra. I'm like, oh man, this does make sense. Because I did it. Because you're right. When we saw Winter Soldier, he's not in. I'm like, ooh, he must have got because. You don't he, see he him. He left because he was doing other Hydra stuff. Hy- yeah. yeah. Hydra trailer. Uh, so he, so S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to nuke New York. Nuke New York. And, uh, Unique New York. New York. <laughs> Theater and people. Iron Man uh, goes goes out, goes to grab the nuke and, and sure. shove it up mm-hmm. where the sun don't shine. Should I call Miss Potts? No, there and, was a sun there. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> what I, so I, so, you know, I really like this, mo- I really like this moment. It goes back to what we saw in the Avengers Endgame trailer, whatever it takes. So Iron Man and Cap, uh, one, what I just want to focus on Iron Man right here is he's always he's always made the play of like, I'm not coming back from this and I'm okay with that. This is what I need to do. And he, and this is, he does the moment in, in Iron Man and in this uh, where, he goes, where he goes up and he's not, he's sure. He's like 100% sure. His eyes closed. Like I'm not he's coming ready back. To die. I'm not coming back from he's this. He's in that portal. It's yep. a miracle. He tries to call Pepper. Yeah. Yep, doesn't yeah. work. And I think that's a really good moment. It's, it's yeah. heartbreaking every single time. Yeah. Yep. Um, he lets it go. He falls back. He uh, falls back. And then, and then they all phantom menace. And this yeah. is this is how, uh, in also kind of in response to Cap calling him out earlier, like I've watched the footage of you. You, you know, you don't fight for anyone but yourself. You're not the kind of guy who, yeah. who will. To make the, the sacrificial play. Go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's like, I might, I might just, cu- I'll just cut the I'll wire. I'll just cut sure. the wire. Um, Always a way out. Which I think does make sense because Iron Man 2, if that's the footage he's watching, he definitely yeah. is not working that same way. Yeah. No. Um, and then he, uh, he's saved by, he's saved by Hulk because Thor is taking too long to swirl his hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the famous shawarma bit. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, well, Tony's asleep on the floor and he's not waking up, so the whole cast is screaming his face. <laughs> and Tony's like, yeah. "Oh, let's go!" No one, kid, no one yeah. kissed me, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. This is the first. This is the first. Also, the first Thor wig. Yes. Uh, mm. That we'll get. From, oh, oh uh, Selvig's great in this. Oh, yeah. he's good in this. Sorry, oh, I just, one of the my, one of my favorite scenes in this movie. This is also uh, it was also used for a TV promotional thing. Was the conversation between Loki and Tony in in Stark Tower? Oh yeah, and he's like, oh, sure. oh no, threatening. You want a drink? And he says, "The Avengers, you know, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. That's what we call ourselves." And he like does the roll call, uh-huh. and finally we get the, "I have an army. We have a Hulk." Yeah. Or no, actually, no. You know what? Yeah, that's funny. But one of the best bits about that is when when he's thrown out the building. He's oh, there's one more person who pissed off. And his, his name, his was name was is Phil. Phil. Mm-hmm. And that is and then, such a good moment. And then of course when the Hulk says, "Enough." 
I am a god, you dull creature. Whack, 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 whack. Yes. Plays oh, whack them all with Loki. Always fun. You, you always brought fun. it up. Always uh, great. The, the um, framing when Loki is like on the ground and then all the Avengers are in frame with Hawkeye in the middle. Yes. Like with the arrow. Yeah. The framing of all that is like a comic book panel. It's it is beautiful. Like, it is like yeah. a comic book panel. And I love that Hawkeye was put in the middle of it and nobody else because Hawkeye was the one with the most, at that moment, personal oh, you know, yeah. vengeance thing against Loki. pointing right at his face. Dude, me- um, dude mess with his mind. Speaking about Selvig's stuff, I wanted to touch on that. His whole thing where he explains like it's shown me more things than you know it's shown it's me truth pure knowledge. Yeah, it's, it's truth yeah. uh-huh. uh, more than knowledge it's truth and and i really enjoyed that kind of expansion on everything i and, really enjoyed uh, like we'll talk about him more but like selvig throughout all of these movies is super fun yeah yeah uh and also i wanted to ask if you guys even remember when you were watching the movie and this is a hard i don't even know if i remember but when we were watching the movie uh loki has a scene where he communicates with the other there yes yeah. And it, it, he's told by the other that he will come after. I knew you. He Thanos will immediately. You. Did you? Yeah, because yeah, I, I was I'm the only person in that theater who read a comic and knew who Thanos was. Sure. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no clue. I I don't I don't remember. I think I was thinking in the direction of Thanos, but I hadn't like committed my mind to it. I'm like, who could this be? So at the at the time, I was still I was still y- young in comics. I like I read Ultimates. Thanos was never in the Ultimates universe at that point. Right. I, I have um, read Infinity War a dozen times by this point. Sure, sure. I, yeah. I was, Infinity um, Gauntlet. Sorry, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. I, was, I had a polis at, at the comic book store at the time, but it was all DC. Sure. I had no idea who Thanos was right. until the movie came out. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. Like, you know, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm in that same boat because when I was really buying comics, when I first started buying comics, it was really Sonic books. And then the New 52 came out for DC, I was buying those. And it wasn't until... I bought all those books. I know you did. Oof. And then when Avengers finally came out, I had turned over to Brandon. I was like, who's that? I, I know he's big, but at who's the, that? At the and then time, Brandon at returns the, time to- the, the movie had come out, I had I had heard that he was in the movie, and I looked him up. So I knew... I, I knew... Who th- I knew I knew the name, but I didn't know anything about the character. And then he's like, that's Thanos. I'm like, who's Thanos? I don't so, know. So, like... Uh, before Avengers came out, you know, it was my like my juggle. Like, I, this movie's not coming out. I've seen a trailer, but it's not coming out. Uh-huh. You see the end credit sequence, and I'm like, oh, well, that's definitely not happening. <laughs> because Thanos is on a level so much bigger than everything. Like, there's no way they can do this anytime soon. And they were smart, and they did it. I want to, I want to, and they so did. I really want to, uh, so we're going to, I want to move on to the next movie, but I want, I do want to say something about Thanos uh, that goes into our, our Avengers Infinity War um, review. In this film... Did you mean uh, Infinity War or did you mean Endgame? I mean Infinity War. Okay. Um, in this film, the other says to Thanos, to challenge them is to court death. Yeah. And, and Thanos turns around and smiles. Mm-hmm. It was clear at that moment when they introduced Thanos that they were going to introduce a more comic book accurate Thanos of someone who's trying to uh, to, to kill the, the, the entire sure. universe to, to support, to put the love interest in death. Yeah. And that would carry that version of Thanos is going to carry over into the next films until we see him in Infinity War. Yeah, sure. Um, so I do want to I, do, I want to like plant that. So we're now in the uh, our, in our journey. We have met Thanos, but a different Thanos than we encountered. And in specifically, War. like like to cheat death, like that is people who know to Thanos court death. court death. Like people who know Thanos' story, like that's it. Like he's trying to bang death. That's yeah. his whole thing. And like the wordplay is is incredibly specific to court yeah. death. Uh, and it. You know, it's a part of me still is kind of bummed out. That's not the route they took. But like again, it's, it's we don't know how Endgame ends. We don't. Well, we don't know how Endgame Endgame ends. But it's also like we know nothing. We are Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see them pivoting from I agree. the plan already. I but agree. like, well, we don't want to. Yeah, but like, man, like the just the idea, like, yeah, we're gonna see the interpretation of death, and Thanos is gonna kill half the universe to to, to win her over. And I'm like, well, we're never gonna see this. It's no way. 
and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like really, like like for a comic fan, it's impossible to believe. Final thoughts on Avengers. We'll move on. Um, yeah, I really, I really always enjoy this film. I, a couple of moments that I wanted to mention were, um, I remember one of my favorite moments, one that got like a big <gasps> from an, uh, like sigh of relief from audiences when they saw it is the part where Hulk catches the pilot that he yeah. checks out of the jet oh, yeah. and it, they're like, Oh man, he's dead. He's gonna and throw then he him? throws him and then he just, <laughs> and he's got his little parachute and he just goes, that's a great moment. Target of angry. Like, Target yeah. angry. It's, it's such a great moment of fast suspense and tension to immediate, like, Kind of comedic relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the 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 subtitles, by the way, on Aveng- on the Avengers when the plane blows up and he goes, goes flying is Hulk size. Oh, really? And I was like, the, the, because you know the like, yeah, that's yeah. A, apparently him sighing. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Um, that and uh, just remembering the the first confrontation between Iron Man and Thor because we didn't really touch on it. Yeah. That that's such a great moment. Um, Mother Cap no, coming in. You wear with her drapes. Yeah. Uh, I remember, you know, we were seeing it in trailers and then seeing it in in films. That was probably the moment. That that Woods fight was probably the first moment where I'm like, oh shit, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm watching a star explode. What's happening? It's, yeah. it's uh, like that scene where like you see Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, like the big three, and you're just like. Oh shit! There it's they real. are, right on the same screen Wait, together. I've seen these movies. Uh, yeah. And and Stanley's cameo, of course, was at the end with uh, yes. yeah. Heroes <laughs> in New York. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Always uh, fun. Uh, Shall we go into Iron Man three? Then did we rate the movies well, last time? I don't remember what we did last time. I think we rated them. I don't remember. I don't shit. think we. I don't, I don't think we rated them. I don't okay. think we did. Right. No, yeah. I think he's right. I think we might have. Oh, did we? I don't remember. We should start. Let's do it. I just have a feeling we rated them. I think. I think Ryan might be right. I think it's unfair to rate them retrospectively. Yeah. I'm doing it. I don't care. Let's do I it. I could have swore we did. Let's Brandon. do it. I think so. Okay, fine. Stop uh, resisting. Hold on. We got. We got to take a vote. We got two. Yes, Ben. Uh, uh, if we do it, okay. But I could have swore we I did it. You I guys. honestly remember we're, we. Man, didn't we're do so that. good at our own continuity. God, <laughs> this is the ultimate universe. We okay. don't have to. I just thought. I really thought we did. Okay. It's it's up to you. I'm fine with. I don't think we don't have fair. to. Don't All right, we're not we're okay. not rating it. Ryan, we can secretly rate it in our minds. Ready, go. All right, cool. Silence. (laughs) Great for podcast. Avengers is a ten. All right, so let's move on to Iron Man three. Then Um, Iron Man three came out a year later. Divisive movie. Very divisive film. Now again, as always, shoot yourselves back to 2013. 2013. Now Avengers had come out a year before. We're now Iron Man three. It's the first film after the Avengers. What are you guys thinking? Shane. Shane Black. Hell yeah. What are you guys thinking? Sparks, you first. Uh, I remember like. I enjoyed the film. I was definitely mildly disappointed. Um, I wanted the Ben Kingsley Mandarin sure. that I'd been promised in the trailers. I didn't hate the movie, and I wasn't against the movie, and I've definitely changed my mind from initial reaction. But I know I was. I was. I walked out of that movie like not taking in the whole thing because I was a little disappointed with the sure. way that shook out. Ryan, uh, uh, I'm the Iron Man guy. Uh, and after Iron Man 2, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Uh, hearing Shane Black was coming on for this was very reminiscent of Joss Whedon getting Avengers. Like, hey, they're seeking out really great creative people. And I love Shane Black. Uh, long kiss, goodnight, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, lethal weapon. Like, that dude makes incredible. He was in Predator and he wrote Predator. He, he does really great movies. Uh, I love Iron Man 3. Uh, and I know I'm one of like I'm in the minority minority on this one because a lot of people you know th- that's fine you're allowed to not like what they do with the Mandarin uh, I think it's a great twist I love it I think the writing is excellent I think it's the best portrayal of Tony Stark as a character uh, like dealing with what he goes through especially with that the New York stuff um, I agree with that I think this movie is so fun so fun Ben going back to 2013 I remember like yes Iron Man 3 here it is but 
Again, I, I don't know. You were how. disappointed it wasn't the Avengers. You were just waiting for Avengers Age of Ultron. Hmm. Oh my God, am I right? No. Because this is the shit you put in the last movie. No, the because last we didn't find out about Avengers Age of Ultron until Comic Con that year. Even true. Well, but we all knew we Avengers, knew Ava- was coming. Avengers We knew there was going to be no more Avengers movies. We knew, obviously, we knew that there was another Avengers film coming out. And I'm trying to think, but I, I remember not hating I had that Iron- with Thor. Sorry, go on. No, I remember not hating Iron Man 3. I remember going out, getting out of Iron Man 3. I was like, no, that was great. That, I had a fun time. So Iron Man 3 d- d- definitely is a good movie. It's very enjoyable. And also, I do like how it deals with what Tony went through in the Battle of New York. How all he went through all this crazy shit. Aliens were coming down. He was starting to have anxiety, PTSD. I was like... This is actually, yeah, because not a lot of superhero movies kind of like, you, they just save the world and it looks like they're 9 to 5, but especially these world-ending events mm-hmm. like the Battle of New York could have been a world-ending event. It's like, that sh- takes a toll on someone. Yeah, I um, I was very excited for just another Marvel movie. Like, Avengers was done. I'm just like, oh my God, I need another one. And I really like the Iron Man films. Um, I haven't really solidified my opinion on Iron Man 2 at this point. And I I, I I like Shane Black, and I was just kind of like, okay. You mean was, Iron Man 3 or Iron Man 2? No, I mean Iron Man 2. Like, okay, I, yeah. Going into Iron Man 3 is okay. what I'm talking about. Uh, going into Iron Man 2, like I liked Iron Man 2 for the most part, um, Avengers. And so going into another Marvel film, and just like, oh, my God, here we go. What's the next step? What were what, what we seeing? And I still thought we're getting Thanos in the next Avengers movie. Um, but at any rate. Um, I, I did too, but, I'm, but in hindsight, I'm really glad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like Iron Man 3. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a fun movie. I've got a very strange kinship with this film because of its portrayal of PTSD. I think it's really, I think it's actually really solid. Um, contrast that to his very strange portrayal of um, autism in Predator. The Predator. Yeah. I think, his, I think his portrayal of PTSD is really solid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think this film has a lot of good buddy buddy cop moments with uh, uh-huh. Rhodey and Tony. It's basically like half a lethal weapon movie. I, oh, think, yeah. I think the two of them are really good together. Yeah. Like the whole I wish I there were pa- more of it. Like yeah. the whole I Am Patriot review was really good. Yeah, President like, Ellis, a uh, little nod to, to Warren Ellis mm-hmm. in the, from the comics. We finally got a president. We finally got a president. Yeah. Um, and he stays consistent yeah. at, up to this point. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I really like this movie. Um, and one of the things I do want to touch on is this is the first film that's a reaction to phase one. Uh, we talked about it a bit sure. in, our fa- in our in our first part. I feel review. like this is the first movie that gave a creator his like full freedom, well, like so, like a Guardians or. So uh, you you know you know by watching Iron Man two that they thought that they were leaving Justin Hammer on the table for a third Iron Man film. They were leaving the stuff open for a third Iron Man film should John Favreau come back. But because Iron Man two received very very poor uh, reviews, um, they felt again Ike Perlmutter felt a different direction. Mm-hmm. So you get Shane Black and you and you overhaul the entire thing. This was not the direction. This is what a lot of third films in a trilogy do if the second one is poor is poorly received. You go back to basics. Mm-hmm. And that's what this film did. It goes back it goes back to It goes basics. so much back to basics like it is like hey, Iron Man's barely in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and I actually and, you know, and I, I like I, I like I'm that. a Tony Stark guy. Like I'm yeah. totally cool. Well, also that. one of the aspects I really enjoyed was how the movie opens up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, with 1999? Yeah, well, it opens up in 1999, but also opens with Tony narrating to this unknown person about... You see Jensen again? Hell yeah. Love yeah. Jensen. Yeah, you see Jensen, you see... And you see the, Chi- the Chinese doctor that's only there for the Chinese audience? Yeah. That was real Shows weird. Shows up later. <laughs> you know about this, right? But there's the second. There's another cut of the... There's an entire Chinese edited version that has a bunch more footage of Chinese stuff. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. there's a second Iron Man 3 that was only available in China. A lot of big okay. blockbusters are getting funding through China, and uh-huh. there's like... 
alternate versions that are featuring Chinese actors this was in a the, lot of movies. This was the last movie to have Paramount's logo on it. Yeah, it was. Um, and the the second by Disney. Okay. Yeah, but as I was saying, is it like it's one of those things where Tony's talking to someone you don't know who he's talking to. Of course, until the very end, the post credits scene in sure. the movie. But it it shows him being cocky and like you know who I am. He goes to he sleeps with the, his botanist friend at the time. And he's, he promises Eldritch Killian is up on the roof, dirt, up in a... Guy Pearson, a pretty yeah, good guy. role, I think. Yeah, yeah he's he, real good. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you on the roof. I think it's a great idea. Blows him off completely and then just continues his life. And then we cut to him in... Um, Christmas Day. No, Christmas Eve. No, Christmas something. Christmas time. Christmas! And, Christmas. Then, we, and, then, we cut, and then we get to the cut of um, him and Rhodey just chilling at Malibu's net in Malibu. Yeah. Or Neptune's well, net in Malibu. I think, I think the sequence when they're... Um, when he's suiting up, is really cool. Uh-huh. Um, again, I, I have a I have a strange fascination with his with his robot dummy. Mm, dummy's um, cute, man. <laughs> Jarvis, <laughs> drop my needle. His is his favorite creation because he's kept him since MIT. Dummy. Um, this film is really rough for me, by the way, also because of Dummy. Oh, rip. <laughs> and pulls I, him out. Yeah. At the end of the movie, pulls him uh, out. I want to touch on. I want to get to get to that in a moment. Um, dummy is definitely an end game. I <laughs> holy shit! Oh. I flip. Oh yeah. So. I really like the um, put the flowers s- on the grave. <laughs> the, the suiting up sequence um, of uh, of Tony Stark with the new with the new uh, the kind of extremist light. It's yeah. I would light, say light extremist. Yeah. Um, well, that the, the they do this is this is the film that's heavily it's more heavily inspired by the extremist storyline. But mm-hmm. all three Iron Man films are inspired by the extremist storyline. So uh, the the Iron Man book that I was going to pick for my book club instead of Sex Criminals, a Matt Fraction book, was going to be Volume One, which is the Five Nightmares, which incorporates people using the Iron Man tech to tech to turn themselves into suicide bombers, and that's not part of Extremists, but that's something they incorporated into this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's incorporating Extremists and Matt Fraction's Iron Man run uh, for pretty positive, good results. I think. I think it's a good combo. I think the I think the mystery of what's happening is pretty yes. solid. It is a good mystery. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. a good mystery. I, I, I like actually the, like it. I like when you see. I like the bald guy. What's his name? Who? The bald guy. Oh, I couldn't tell uh, you his name. I, I, I like oh, him. James ba- Dale Badge. James Badge Dale. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, Dale Badge. <laughs> yeah, like when he's trying to find it, like when Happy sees him, he's like, "Hey, where's your badge?" With the Chinese. Yeah, the baby. stuff with Happy is super funny. Like, like little stuff. did he know he was Badge. Yeah, Badge oh, Dale. <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing at the at the chi- the whole nobody thing is the, safe. The whole thing at the Chinese theater, and then when Tony is. One of the things I do like about the Iron Man films is that you can see Tony's technology progressively get better. Yeah. I also, one of the things I like about the Iron Man films is you can see his relationships progressively get better. Yeah. Uh, his relationship with Happy, when he he's furious at what happened to Happy. He's uh-huh. like, you've, oh, you've, yeah. you've attacked my best friend. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm coming after you. Like Pepper's Detective d- Banner on the case. Mm. <laughs> like Pep, him and Pepper, they, they moved in. She's not working at the house. The giant bunny. Yeah, giant bunny. Oh. And it's a big to- bunny, relax about it. <laughs> and then Tony's like trying to uh, uh, mess with her with the Mark 42. The Mark 47. Oh, Mark 47, yeah. There's a lot of Marks. And she's like, oh, what is that, Mark 10? And, she, and he's like, so, uh, yeah, sure. Hi, yeah, he sure. like hides it. Uh, when when Maya, uh, the, the botanist lady, comes to his house uh-huh. to, to try to help him, not really, or whatever. Please tell me there's not but, a 12-year-old but, uh, in but, the car. Uh, uh, Pepper's like, 13. Who's <laughs> like, oh, one of your old girlfriends? She's like, no, I just we just had one night together, huh? And she's like, wow, there's a lot of those, weren't there, Tony? Well, <laughs> uh, what I, what I, so I, like, I want to get to... Um, I'll bounce off that uh, off of that. What I like about it is like he pretends not to remember her, and then he's like, "Who is that? Oh, it's my it's, it's Myra, Myra Hansen. It's my it's a uh, Myra Hansen. Yeah, uh, and it's like she's botanist, blah blah blah. Uh, and she's like so shocked, like, "Oh, you do remember yeah. me?" Um, one of the things um, we didn't we kind of gloss gloss over, but when she when he's like messing with her with the with Mark Forty Seven, goes downstairs and he's working out. The moment that he has with Pepper, and 
and also the moment that he has with Brody when he runs when he gets has an anxiety attack in the at the bar. I was gonna bring both of these up. So. Um, the moment he has with Brody when he's like, "I, honey, I can't sleep. You go to bed. I come down here. I do what I know. I tinker. I, tinker. I build. Mm-hmm. I build things. Like, just a man in a can. Yeah. I like that moment so much when he it just is. like lays everything out to Pepper's like. This is what I'm going through. I yeah. don't know how to deal with it. I do too. And t- uh, bouncing off that, I like that scene so much that later, although I can understand the circumstances, it still doesn't sit right with me. I don't love that Pepper just leaves when he wakes up from the yes, nightmare. Yes, yes, me too. I, 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 conversely, I really dislike that Pepper. I understand like, being upset. Mm-hmm. You don't just like, I'm sleeping in another room. Goodbye. Yeah. When you know, you saw he was having, and he told He was him. literally in another like dimension yeah. throwing yeah, yeah. a, a ha- nuke. Yeah. Give him was, a break. Yeah, he was having uh, an anxiety attack. It's, and it's, it's her he being, didn't realize he summoned the Mark 47. It's her being, it's her being very, um, it's her being very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, supportive. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's her being very supportive and then her not being supportive of, of what he's going through. And I, in I, a day. In a day. And I don't yeah. like that turnaround. Yeah, I get yeah. with that. Um, uh, it's it's uh, one of my least favorite moments of the film is, yeah. is her deciding to walk out i understand how horrifying it is when the armor grabs her like that yeah i get being upset and everything but her just leaving the room because they needed to end the scene i don't love that yeah, yeah. uh yeah. that that should be a a conversation moment it it or, hurts it hurts the tony pepper relationship yeah. for me yeah. a little bit or a coddling moment like she just like what comes up behind him is like yeah it's yeah. okay it's okay uh, you know and i i agree with you and if they if they would have set up like this slow, this slow uh, uh, negativity building between them after New York. Not even like like because of their own like emotional stuff, but like the stuff Tony's deal- dealing with. If they would have showed she's dealing with this her own way, sure, and, like built on that more, then I would have believed her walking out. But she just does it like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. like why aren't you being supportive? Like right, yeah, it's 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 a little too harsh of a reaction for, for someone that. who just confided in you that, like that day. Yeah. that they've been dealing with trauma for a year. Yeah, yeah. or not a year, so a few months. Six months, it's close to a year, I think. No, 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 because it's Christmas. Oh, six months. Christmas, Christmas is the same year, so about he, six months. And he also, you, the line in the trailer, and also the line in the movie. Nothing's ever been the same since New York. Yeah. Sure. What was the the scene of the scene in the bar with Rhodey when he has the anxiety attack? Yeah, I like yeah. that too. Uh, the way they did that, it's like, how did you get out of the wormhole? Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh that's geez, spooky. Thanks, yeah. thanks oh, a little when kid. He, when he runs into the when he runs into the suit, and he's not sure what happened. He's like, what happened? Am I poisoned? What's going on? He's like, yeah, yeah. You had anxiety. I what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All your all your vitals are fine, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah really it, good. And later, when he sees the kid in um, Tennessee, <laughs> and also like, why? Why are we here? I'm in a flight plan. But he's talking to the kid, and uh, um, he's like, "Oh, did I mention New York? Do you need paper?" He's like, "No, stop saying it." I wasn't and having a panic attack until you mentioned the thing that yeah. gives me panic attacks. Because he's he's like trying to follow the the crumbs, and he's trying to follow the leads on these people who the have been who these quote unquote bombers. And he's like, and one of my favorite uh, like um, action scenes is the scene at the bar in Tennessee where he goes see the mom and she's like, sure. hide your file. I was like, I'm not the person you're Oh yeah, you're like to the talk. last people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then what's her name shows up and there is that decent the crazy redhead? Yeah, the crazy redhead. Yeah. What's her, what's um, uh, Man Thing's wife? Abby, K- Abby Cable? Yeah, that's Swamp her. Thing's wife? Man Thing's wife. That's her. Man Thing? Yeah. From Marvel Comics? Yes. What? The, the crazy redhead monster lady? The, what the... No, in, in in the bar in Tennessee, yeah. Man Thing's wife is that old lady? It, no, the is file? the is the is the the FBI is the, the extremist crazy girl. redhead. He, oh, really? The extreme. I'm not talking about the crazy redhead. Sorry, I realized. Yeah. The the extremist girl, uh, who has who's pretending to be the FBI agent to meet the the mother of the dude. That's Man Thing's wife. That doesn't make okay, any no, sense. Okay, no, I'm confused. Are you talking about the mom or are you talking about the crazy redhead? The redhead. 
He's the, talking about the redhead. Who's the red? She's red. She, yeah, she has a redhead. She has a redhead. She has a scar on her face. Colorblind. It looks brown to me. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. That's definitely. Uh, she's definitely okay, a redhead. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that doesn't make any sense. No. Hold on. Uh, Man thing is a crazy. I wanted to say. I wanted say. to say that uh, I think Happy's a better character in this film than he was in the previous two Iron Man films. Uh-huh. And this isn't me knocking on John Favreau for that. I actually think that probably what it is is that he pulled back on how he much didn't want to put himself. He in the used movie. Happy because it's him. Yeah. But him being under a different director and different writer, I think allows him to be a better character. And I think that he is better in the films going yeah. forward yeah. now. He's um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that we get a better Happy. Uh, character because I think, of I that. I think the characterizations like, of everyone in this movie is like like top notch. I like yes. how Happy isn't no longer Tony's chauffeur. He actually has a legit job. Yeah, like security she, man. Yeah, he's security. So like he's walking around like someone who Magic. obviously has never had that seat of power sure. before. So he's just trying to, he's doing a, he's just obviously stepping over his boundaries, but he's oh, doing yeah. it in a way that's not hurting anyone. And I kind of like it because he's like, I never had this much responsibility and power before. Now, but he, but I look what sure happens. He goes fine. and he uh, and he investigates on his and, own. And, and him, and, yeah, 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 him going after Savin is is a great moment where he he chases him down and sees him at the Chinese theater. Yeah. Yes, that is his name. It's Savin. Savin. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, but but still, bad things happen. But I like the the characterization of Happy in this movie, and also I love how Tony, even though he's trying to get his suit powered up, and he goes to. Um, and he goes to Florida with all those, <laughs> with like his own homemade weapons and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I like that because we always forget that as as much as Tony is a genius because he builds all these armors, he also knows his shit. Yeah. So he can walk into a home deep or a Lowe's and he's like, okay, I can do some crazy You know how many tinkers? He can do anything with, with everything. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Yeah, what's up? Here we go. Okay. Um, Alan Brandt is yeah. the character name. That yeah. The, that's Man-Thing's wife. <sighs> the, no. Isn't, that know, real, as, isn't that real weird? No, as, as someone who like is cool with like connecting things, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, isn't no. that weird? All right, Brandon. Now here's my question: Is Alan Brandt the crazy redhead who's also extremist, or the old mom? She, she's the crazy she's redhead. This, ben, we said that. Yeah, we said it. She's the crazy redhead. We, okay. we established that with you. Thank you. I, it okay. still doesn't right. really add anything or make any sense. No, but it's real weird. It's something man thing is in Thor Ragnarok on the thing. Mm-hmm. What? what? Yeah, he's one of the four heads of of the gladiatorial. That's man thing. Maybe that's how she lost the. Maybe that's how she lost the arm. Wow, we need a one shot. No, she lost the no, she lost her arm because she was a marine. We, we don't know. Did she? <laughs> you can anyway. Never mind. So uh, I was going to say though. that it's weird. something that I remember kind of being a first impression is at a certain point in the movie, I was nervous it was going to get cluttered. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time seeing it, because it has the what felt like the extra story with Killian, and then also the Mandarin, and but they were the same they thing. Were, but you didn't know that yep. at a certain point in the film, you feel like wow, this seems like this is stuffed. Yeah. Not that I wasn't having a good time, but I was nervous about. It. But then you, I like what, that I, they do interweave before into being they were thing. The, before the big reveal i always felt they were connected somehow i didn't feel like sure. they were two separate villains i f- i feel like they would have that would be too messy but i didn't well, realize because, what they were actually doing yeah 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 um i want to I, wanna... I thought i thought what it was is i thought we were repeating iron man 2 and mandarin was mickey rourke and killian was justin hammer that makes sense that's what i was nervous about us repeating it it didn't go that right. way and so that wasn't so bad i don't i don't want to i don't want to lose i don't want to gloss over this um i think one of the most exciting sequences in the entire marvel cinematic universe is the attack on his house? Yeah, I think yeah. that sequence is incredible. It's yeah, it's it's it is jaw dropping, and, and the, like him putting all the pieces. The Brian Tyler on. score is so. I was good. just about to bring up the score. Yeah, yeah. the Brian uh, Tyler score is. It's great so nice for an Iron Man movie to have a score. Yeah, I wish they'd use. Not it. that the others have it, but they were weren't very good. They don't yeah. couldn't yeah. remember a thing from him. Um, Brian Tyler has the best Iron Man score, um, and he creates a theme for Iron Man. And one of the so things, and one of the, 
and it's heightened by the sequence of losing the house and the house falling apart is such an incredible sequence like I can't even it's so visceral and exciting like and uh-huh. him so uh, dummy Mark, dies Mark 47 is that what it is the Mark 47 so yeah. the 47 like uh, Tony could command every little piece to go wherever he wants so he puts it on Pepper which is brilliant yeah and he gets pepper out of there and then tony's like all right come back to me and and he is slowly assembling his own body together as he's trying to survive this explosion yeah, yeah. and it looks so good and it the does. special effects are so good when, it does and, when he and, falls and, into the uh, water and his house falls on top and jarvis is like sir take a deep breath yeah it's 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 really incredible. It, it, it is. It's, it's super and, tense. Like, and, of course, you know he's not going to die. And but, dummy yeah. falls off the ledge and dies. Yeah. Are we still at Ding Dong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I threatened a terrorist. <laughs> I threatened a terrorist. Why are we still at Ding Dong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and so, yeah, he goes to the... Project, um, the house party protocol is really fun. The, it's going to Illinois. Um, no, Tennessee. What we, sorry, whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> what do we, Tennessee care. I'm sorry. What do we think about um, the kid? What do we think about the kid? I generally don't like kid actors. I find him pretty fun. Ty Simpkins, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's because Shane Black just knows how to direct. So He's like, way better in here than he is in Jurassic World. I agree. I Oof. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah I'm I, just saying there's a reason why we haven't seen that kid much since. Yeah. He's going to be in Endgame probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, it, as another role from a Marvel film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we I'm, ain't seen him in a, a much else. Like, yeah, I like right. it where he's like, I'm cold. And then he drives out his eyes like, worth a shot. Is it what, oh, yeah. Like, that, I'm cold. I'm, yeah, he's I'm, trying to I'm cold. Know. I know. Do you know how I know? Because we're connected. <laughs> he tries to guilt trip Tony. And then he like he shows him like, like, your, like he shows him the Iron Man suit. And he's like, I'm the mechanic. And it's like, okay, yeah, this kid doesn't really know where he is. Or no, he doesn't know who the I am. He, just knows, he knows the suit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I found that kid pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I found yeah. the scenes with him were pretty enjoyable, yeah. too. Uh, the re- I was going to say, uh, sorry, real quick, back where we were talking about the house destruction scene, when he brought up the Jarvis bit, I totally forgot because I was scanning through my notes. It's uh, uh, Jarvis detaches the ro- the Iron Man hand in order to pull Tony yeah. out himself. Uh-huh. I thought that was great. Yeah. That was great. Uh, so what do we think about Ben King's performance? I love it. I, I love it. I really, I love I really it like so the much, turn. Dude. It's so, it's. Uh, the first part I was sold like when I first saw him he's like you'll never see me come but yeah. then this when we finally find out who he really is I'm like this is great <laughs> the the the, the reveal of Trevor Slattery is yeah really funny I I like it now yeah, yeah. I yeah. I didn't then I yeah. like it now yeah cause I think when I first saw it I was like wait what and I was a, dying in the theater a lot of people's I I was laughing but I, I, I didn't I didn't love the turn a lot of people's problems with this film I think comes down to a matter of expectation and 100%. I will go back and say that I think this movie was marketed wrong I don't think they should have overplayed the Mandarin that way um, I think you set people up to be disappointed. See, the problem is, I agree, but the problem is there's no other villain because you can't reveal that Killian's bad. You and I talked... So you need a villain. You and I talked about this recently, though, uh, that what what I feel they should have done is had just as much marketing about the Mandarin as there was of uh, Talos for Captain Marvel. Hmm. He's present. Yes, he's present. You see him. You know he's the bad guy, but you're not falling for in love with his performance Mm. in anticipation of the film. That's true. You're not seeing too much of what makes you want to see him play that role. So that when the turn happens, that's why we weren't upset because we didn't see much of Ben Mendelsohn's performance. We weren't anticipating what he was going to be like yeah. as the scroll. We just knew he was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that was the mistake. Yeah. We saw too much of him being good at yeah. being the Mandarin. We're like, oh man, this is like, especially because there, I think Iron Man especially uh, has this problem because there was so much. 
nervousness about how the Mandarin will be handled because is he of how gonna be, be translated from the is comics and everything. And, and just seeing Ben Kingsley's performance, people were like, oh, I'm down for this. Yeah. And then it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a miscalculation in sure. the marketing. I, I really love the, and he might not be the Mandarin from the comics, but the but Killian's idea of uh, anonymity and being sure. invisible and yeah. having a scapegoat. So and he still isn't the real Mandarin. Yeah, and I... in. I really love that idea. Yeah. Is it, Killian is a strange mix of Fin Fang Foom and the Mandarin. Yeah, he's a cool it's, syndrome. It's yeah. Uh no, you're right. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. When though. as soon as as soon as he breathes fire, I'm like, oh, they just like melded in some Fin Fang Foom there. I mean, I, I didn't expect that. I just figured that was weird extremist stuff they're doing. But then once he took a shirt the off and he's got a dragon, I'm like, wow, you're just like a dragon man. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really have they really laid on the the foom uh yeah, we, we talked about it in our last podcast episode, but I do. It, it is a bummer Riri Williams didn't exist for the replacement yeah. of, yeah, of Ty Simpkins exist, yeah. in, this, sure. in this film. Because obviously, if it she did, it would have been her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no way would they have not done this same story and not put her there. But yeah. It, yeah. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the part where Pepper puts on the Iron Man helmet in order to hear the call from Tony. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah me too. And I really like that the endgame trailer is calling back to that moment in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I did too. Um, yeah, the uh, the sequence where, when we reveal who Trevor Slattery is uh, is really funny, um, as we as we say it. But one of my favorite lines is just, "Is it like, why didn't she call? Why didn't she use the panic button, Trevor?" Well, I panicked, but then I then I handled it, and then he opens a beer. Or I think Ben King- Kingsley is like he's really good. Yeah. One of the most so horrible funny. things Tony ever does is make those two women go into that bathroom right after. Oh, they go in there for a half hour, and they go in there like, "Oh my god!" Yep. <laughs> and yeah. like, dude, just like. The idea that like like your presumed villain is just like a super like substance abused like old actor that, who just it, falls asleep like, mid conversation. What, what they so what they 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 said you they take off the drugs? No, give me more. more. They give me more. Yeah, yeah. More. He's, I got a he's very boat. good. I got girls. Like it's yeah, he's great. Um, this is the Mandarin? before before he's revealed as Trevor. One of my favorite scenes in the film, actually, even though he it still remains that way, even though I know he's fake, and it's all fake now, is the part where he says. Uh, uh, there's a number now on your phone, Mr. Oh, President. I'm going to call that number, or I'm going to shoot this man. I'm yeah, sure yeah. he's real nice. Roxon, by the way, Roxon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, I'm sure he's real nice. Good, I'm going to shoot man. him unless your president calls. The president calls and he shoots him anyway. Uh-huh. That's a great was terrorist. It, was, oh, yeah. What was the line? Good strong man. Good strong job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I'm that. Put a bullet in his head. So run and hide. Send uh-huh. your yeah, yeah. red, white, and blue attack dog on me. That's that's easily and, and, and it made me like president character who we've never had before i was yeah. like oh i like him because everyone's like you can't call and kowtow to terrorism like, in front of the, and he's like this, this is the right thing to do yeah. yeah yeah and i was like okay i'm down for that and then later when we find out that the vice president was behind the whole thing Hell i was like yeah. oh you dick what was you the, dick what was the, i apologize for albert albert yeah, it's twin <laughs> he's a twin piece oh yeah. what was the what was the line uh when um when they're trying to get Rhodey out of the suit, he's like, "No, don't open, don't open, don't." Open. All right, okay, here we go. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, I love that. I love, I love Don Cheadle as Rhodey so much. I wish he was in this movie more. The Don, call Don between Cheadle, them, or Machine is, Rocks. This is my favorite Don Cheadle performance. I think. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. John Don Cheadle a lot in this movie, even when he's. In oh this, man, the, or even like the the um when they're going through the the thing in Miami before Tony's trying can get the suit back and I mean he gets his gauntlet back sure and he's able to like mess those dudes up and that one guy's like. Honestly, I hate working here. They're so weird. That action sequence is really good. Yeah, but the sequence like, when he's got the when he's just got the boot in the no. Arm. One of the good, one of the best fakeouts in the whole movie is the Air Force One scene. Oof, with yeah. the with yeah, the flight attendants flying off and and Tony's like, "How do I get him? How do I get?" Him? And he saves them all. And like, because when I yes. first saw that, I'm on the edge of my seat. He's like, 
how is this going to happen? How is he going to save a really, them all? That's a really that was I was literally just about to bring that up. I really think the sequence the the two action sequences again, the action in this film is really good. Uh-huh. Um the the when he's just got the boot and the arm is a really good sequence and then the uh, The Air Force One Rescue. The it, Air Force One Rescue. It's all really, real. No, yeah. 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 it's all like uh, the behind the scenes on the DVD like they show like yeah, those are all real people falling. Like that's yeah. an incredible yeah. stunt. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things I was also going to say that I was like maybe that maybe audibly gasped when I first saw this in the theater was the truck that hits the Iron Man suit. And oh, yes. and yeah. The reveal yeah. that he was it never there. It smashes it, and I'm just Definitely like, oh, sh-. I, I look, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good fake out. And then he opens the door and he's on the boat. I'm like looking, I'm like shaking, waving my finger at the screen. I'm like, like, did you get oh, him? Yeah, you, I got him. You yeah. got me there, Tony Stark. You sly devil. So let's talk about the uh, the last the house party. The protocol? house party protocol. Nah. Uh, before we get there, uh, the scene where Tony's going into the compound to get to Trevor. Where he only has a, yeah. a gun and like uh-huh. a little few and a bunch of like everything. Home at home That's an alone. excellent uh-huh. scene of him like making it making do. Yeah. And makes, then when it gets to the part where he's escaping and uh, the guy uh, pulls the gun on him and he's like, uh, honestly, I I don't even like them. They're yeah. so weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just leaves. Yeah, that actually reminds me. I also think uh, the action sequence between him and Brand is really cool. Yeah, it um, is. I think that's a really good one. They got a good cheeky line about the title of his autobiography. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cheap trick and a one-liner. Yep. He makes grenades out of Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome. So the the house party protocol. Brandon? Yes. It's a Christmas movie. No, it's not. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because it's not set on Christmas Day. Okay. So so far as we know, yeah, um, yeah, I I think the the last action sequence is really inventive and a lot of fun with him Uh, bouncing through suits. Actually, isn't the house party protocol moment happening during Christmas Day? Because don't we see the vice president celebrating I Christmas with anymore. his family? You do. Sorry, no, I just had to ask. Thank I think you. that's true. It could be Christmas Eve. Either way, Christmas Christmas does, no, it's morning. No, because he does say I'm about to have some Christmas ham. I'm about to have look, some ham. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's I don't care about matter. this conversation it anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's more of a joke. But house, a joke. Pa- but house party, po- the house party protocol. Uh, as I was all saying. the suits come out, and there, let's create a party. Can anyone counter that he should have used that earlier in the movie? Instead of at the very last mean cause, scene because it's a big uh, The reason thing. why is because he had the um, the cranes haven't opened the doors of the basement yet. Okay. Because Jarvis the, does say I have an I'm, update from Malibu and they're about to work on the basement door. Okay. I'm not I, – I accept the criticism that he should have used them earlier because the whole thing is like there's rubble. Open the doors. Yeah. The rubble just falls through. Yeah. The, the oh, no. robots are on the sides. They're not in the hole. Like, yeah. yeah, but how, it's not like you're going to hit anything. That's the yeah. only like real, like, why didn't you just use this earlier? Yeah. But that's because it's a movie, of course. It's, yeah. a, it's a movie. It, it, I, accept, I accept the criticism. It doesn't yeah. bother me. Same. Um, I, think the, I think the other suits are really well designed. I love all, the, I love all of them. Uh, I wish I didn't know from the trailers. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. You know what? Yes, but at the same time, they still focus a lot on a lot of robots. Like, I mean, at the, I'll same, put it, at the I'll, same time, I don't think I don't think it's fair to to criticize the marketing of a film that came out seven years ago at this point because we're looking at these films just kind of like, you know, the, these. But I, I think it means films, that they showed a lot of the robots earlier. Right, but we're we're looking at the at the at the sequence as a as a cool sequence in this moment and not necessarily as a as a moment. Of the, sure, at but the we're talking. But we're also because we we've never reviewed it before and we're talking about what our first impressions were and, and what I'll say is that I don't think I think in the marketing like you either show less of Ben Kingsley as a Mandarin or don't show the house party protocol certainly don't do both mm-hmm. 
I, I can I can understand. I that. felt too much. I feel in retrospect, too much of the movie was given away in trailers for Iron Man three and sure. misleading and and built wrong expectations. I understand why there are people who don't like this movie. I agree with that because of what they it. went in ex- expecting because of the trailers. This is very I much like a Last it. Jedi kind of thing. Yeah, I, think. I do get it. I don't think quite as divisive. Not as divisive. It's no. not as divisive, but I do understand why the trailers made them want to see something they didn't get. This is not a traditional superhero Iron Man movie for sure. It is a, a action comedy. It is a it is a bold film of trying to deal with PTSD in a superhero film you've never seen that before but at any rate I like all the designs of the suits and I think the I think the sequences when he's bouncing in and out of the suits is really fun and I really agree. cool and something we have yet to see uh, we uh, haven't every, seen the, we there's haven't like seen a dozen uh, a dozen bots that they get their own little moments of like yeah. oh this robot holds stuff up this robot breaks apart yeah. like it's, you it's, see the, the I, stealth suit the space suit the Igor the suit. god uh, yeah, we see Proto Hulkbuster. We Hell see yeah. um, we see some some like the Silver Centurion suit. We see we see some suits from classic Iron Man done in the done in the like, a more modern way. I definitely this was one like oh my god Hasbro Marvel oh my god you guys have so many toys now. He finally <laughs> we finally see him in the Silver Centurion suit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of my that favorites. One hundred percent. I did not love that when the house party protocol shows up, Rhodey's like, "Give me a suit," and he's like, "Oh, I can't," and I'm like. Why? Why are you making Rhodey not be able to do anything? And then they kind of make it better because he goes and saves the president on his own. Cool, the Iron Patriot suit back. But then they don't let him do anything in the Iron Patriot suit yeah. after that, and that's a bummer. I I will agree with. Uh, he just pieces out. I will agree with the second part. The first part. I can I can understand because this is definitely something from the comics where like it is bio imprinted to Tony, so nobody can steal a suit. So I don't think he can fix although, that immediately. Although in Iron Man two, yeah. it's revealed that he coded it so that Rhodey could also don the Iron Man. But that was, that was that was the that was the original old Mark suit. That was the test one. That was not a newer one. So I don't think. But it's why a, would he lock out Rhodey? Like he could. Add it's Rhodey not that he locked him out. It's a he's the only one who can use it. That's the difference. Um, I accept that. I mean, I can as accept, an Iron Man I, character, again, I, I can get accept that. it. But then, like, it, it, my point being, like. I don't get as much roadie action in the final act of the film yeah. as I want. Yes. It, raise, it does raise too many questions. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I, I do think the I do think the action sequence with him with, uh, versus the extremist soldiers is pretty cool. Uh, him saving being the a human being sure. having to do all that stuff is a lot uh, is more satisfying than I two agree with Iron that. Man. I agree with that. I just wish he was more present. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really man. I I was watching this recent watching it recently and just looking at the the um the sequences where he just like jumps off jumps off a ledge and into a suit and or or he does that but there's not a suit there because it gets exploded so he just yeah. falls or when or when he's when he's fighting uh, Aldridge and Aldridge like cuts down the cuts uh, and cut, he has to like cuts off the leg and escape it? the suit it's um, good yeah, this yeah. is the first film where a character loses an arm in a reference to uh, Empire Strikes Back yeah all of the Phase Two films a character loses an arm oh jeez uh, in a reference to Empire Strikes Back and it was it started as an accident but this was well, the first time it's yeah. Aldrich Aldrich loses his arm that makes sense right well and also the, right right the redhead lady who didn't have an arm and mm-hmm. James Badge Dale's arm gets damaged and it all, all kinds back. of it all goes back yeah. in this one um uh, yeah uh how did you guys feel when Pepper fell? Didn't the care. first time. I'm talking the first I time. I thought she was going to die. Yeah. I, I definitely thought, thought like this, this is like, because there really hasn't been any sad stuff really in this movie besides the PTSD stuff. But I was like, I fully expected there to be like a sad part. I knew there was going, because she has got the extremist running through her. I knew it was, she was going to come up. And yeah. I didn't feel like that was going to be a guarantee she was safe. Sure. No. I didn't think it was a guarantee, but like, I, I, I should have figured. I figured like, oh, they probably aren't going to kill her, right? But, yeah, sure. You never know. Yep. Um, yeah, I, re- I remember questioning. I will say time. I don't like how quickly. Yeah, we fixed her and she's normal now. That yeah. was very. It's literally one line. We're like, yeah, she's fixed. 
Like, um, ooh, that's that's real fast. Although you you're wrapping up the film and it's like you I, are. I fixed I fixed her, I got my heart fixed. Well he, and he says, like, you know, I had this thing almost figured out when I was hung over that's, know, that's almost a decade 20 ago. Years ago. 20 yeah. years ago, yeah. Imagine what I could do now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, uh, I kind of buy it because like the whole reason why it wasn't working was because they were trying to get Tony to help them fix it and he hadn't done it yet. So. Yeah, I guess you got a point. Um, he did, you know what, that's true, he did write it on the back of a card like blacked out. Yeah. So yeah. You and I, when we were watching it, Ryan, we had an interesting little thing because uh, uh, we were talking about the, the whole um, Killian being the Mandarin. You'd forgotten that Killian was in fact not the Mandarin. Not the real Well, because of that one shot, right? Right. Because yeah. of the one shot where it's established that uh, there is a Mandarin. Well, also, and it's hinted, uh, it's kind of hinted it's a little earlier in in, with Ben Kingsley that they gave him, uh, they a made makeover. him look differently. They made, uh, so he was modeling a particular person. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is the one shot where they reveal that the Mandarin is a real person and still out there. Uh, but you brought it up, That's and I agreed shot. with you that if he had been the original Mandarin, it would have been really cool if uh, he had been the Mandarin the whole time since Iron Man 1. And this had actually been a full because trilogy comeback they've been fill- on Tony from yeah. him doing this this whole time. The Ten Ring stuff has been in both those movies and like, they exactly. don't really utilize it. No, they don't. Well, and they what, still don't. I think the Mandarin was always part three, but I do think Justin Hammer was supposed to be in this film. And I, I think it was supposed to be different. It was going to be more classic Mandarin um, to, to kind of wrap up that, that man, Ten like, Rings trilogy. Going back to Matt Fraction's run, like... He incorporates extremists and he incorporates Justin Hammer. He incorporates the, the Ezekiel Stain, Obadiah Stain's son, sure. into all of this stuff. And I'm like, they definitely could have done like Mandarin's in there too. Like, they definitely could have done something like that. Yeah. I mean, the, but it, it might have been too big. They probably, you know, the contracts back then, uh, t- Tony, like, this was the last movie that RDJ was contracted for. Like this was it. Yeah. Like he had a five film. He had a five film deal. He, he was the first Marvel actor signed on. And I remember there was a lot of. Is he going to sign back on? And he he luckily he used the leverage of coming back to get his co-hosts his co uh, his co uh, stars a bigger pay bump. Nice. And I really like that. I really admire, admire that. But this was it. So perhaps they would. Perhaps the idea was to do another one to have a quote unquote real Mandarin. Um, but because he was he was up already, he was it was just not in the cards at yeah. that point. Sure. Um, but I do think the that now with the short it's. It's like the the real Mandarin is the one that did Iron Man and, and you know, Iron Man and, 2 and yeah, not yeah. killing him. What bums me out is like I don't because like the Mandarin is an Iron Man villain, but that his power is so high he could definitely be an Avengers villain, 100. Mm-hmm. percent And I don't think, especially now that we're cosmic Thanos level, I think Mandarin is just done. I think we're we're done with the Mandarin unless unless Doctor Strange takes him on. That's not. Who knows. I mean that doesn't. Who can e- say? That rarely ever happened in a comics like email. No, I, I get but you. But who can say? Like yeah. anything can happen. Yeah. Um, but we're here. But anything but, can happen. But yeah. my point being, like, I kind of agree with you that, like, if if Killian had been the Mandarin or 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 Kingsley or whatever, yeah. if they had established that yes, he was in fact the Mandarin behind the Ten Rings the entire time. Uh, that would have been a really cool like make him so much arc more personal for Tony. That yeah. I really would have liked, and it's a shame that that's kind of a missed the, opportunity. The Ten Rings created Iron Man, and Iron Man is the one who defeats the Ten Rings. Like, it's, yeah, it is a perfect circle. Yeah. I, You'd have to. That would have to be part of the film, uh, in order to retroactive, retroactive yeah. in order to complete it. And that, it's an, it's a shame that they never even touch on the fact that the Ten Rings were. I bet that's yeah, something. They, it was just something. That's he, something they would think of now, but it's this trilogy's over now. It was just something that came up in our rewatch that I was like, ah, oh, you're right. That that would have been that would have been neat. Yeah. yeah. Um. It doesn't d- take away from this film that much. It's just like, oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. So let's uh let's wrap up. The ending's kind of weird. How so? Uh, it it's feels like Tony saying goodbye to being Iron Man, even though he isn't. 
Mm-hmm. It feels that way in a lot of ways. You know yeah, what? I, n- I never. Does. So I've I've heard this before. I've never thought that. I've never gotten the impression that he was saying goodbye because at the end, you know, he throws away the arc reactor. And he's like, I don't, I don't need this. I am Iron Man. Yeah. No. I know he says that it's it's partially the the destruction of all the units. Sure. Um, and it's it's kind of the, like I'm going on to do something else. It feels like a not I'm I'm done being involved in this, but I'm done. Uh, I'm still going to be Iron Man, but it's not going to be the same. It does. It w- doesn't feel like it's going to be the same. It but does it feel is. like a send off. Yeah. yeah. When it's obviously the, 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 it's the not. tone of the film's ending feels like. Sure. Uh, I will. Uh, I bye do bye. agree because like him destroying all of his suits, like that really feels like like he he could still be in the movies, but like I don't need to be Iron Man anymore. When, see, but see, to me, to me, I took it as, and I, this is back even when the movie came out. Like to me, I always took it as um, he's destroying all these suits because he doesn't need all of them. He just needs one. And he just and that's all that's all he needs yeah. to be Iron Man. And I, I guess that makes more sense. How many? But he has more than one suit in Age of Ultron. No, he doesn't. But Hulkbuster. That that was created with Banner. So okay. at, at the, because that was that's a different thing. That that's a, a and even offense. and even then he goes to one suit later on. Like he's only ever had one one yeah, suit. Yeah, instead he time. creates an Iron Army. Yeah. But um, yeah, but, but it it just does feel like. It, Totally, it's just a little off. Sure, yeah. I can understand that. I, I never uh, considering the follow-ups. I never, yeah. I never got the impression. Perhaps, perhaps contractually, uh, it, it, they were kind of thinking that maybe if we can't get him back, this It'd would be like be a the light ending. send-off just in case. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I honestly don't know. You have to imagine Ultron was in development at this point, though. I think that they had an idea for what they wanted to do for for a next <laughs> Avengers movie, yeah. um, but I don't know if it was quite there yet. Maybe not while they were in production on this. Yeah. I think by the time it was getting close to release, they knew, but I don't yeah. think they knew while they were making it. Yeah, and uh, you know what? You're because right. they were making it like pre pre Avengers release. They'd start making it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think uh, you know, I think there is some there is something to what you're saying. The credits often f- feel like a, a send off as well with the with the with the um, idea that's yeah with all the other movies and the credits. Yeah. Um. This is a the post credit sequence with Banner is pretty cool. He looks real weird with a shaved head. Yeah, he does. He, he wasn't Bruce ready Banner. to be he Bruce Banner. Yeah, he does not look like movie. Bruce. He looks he looks a little yeah. different. Yeah, a little weird. Shall we move on to the uh, next film? Stan Lee cameoed in the the pageantry scene. Yes. Oh That's yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Did. he did. I'm just making notes of Stan Lee's cameo. Gary. Yeah, there's Gary. Gary. Yeah. Uh, Gary oh, yeah. needs Tony. Uh, Tony needs Gary. That's great. All right, then let's get on to the next film in our journey. Winter Soldier, right? Thor: The Dark World. Damn. Can we not? So okay. So like. This is my least favorite. This film. is without a doubt the Marvel movie I've seen the least. Yeah. Uh, and I remember why now because it's not good. <laughs> that being said, for 21 movies in a franchise, if this is the worst you got, this is pretty good. So to be like compared to bad movies. Again, yeah. let's throw ourselves back. 2014. This one I was came really out, excited. Especially because the Game of Thrones director was no, on board. No, this was also 2013. This was yeah, this was this uh, November. November 2013. So now you're you're Alan Tyler, Alan Taylor's directing Thor two. Um, don't care who's writing it. Yeah. The next Thor film. What are we, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? Return I, of Jane Foster. I go in jazzed. I think. Oh no, is this the downfall of Marvel? See, I didn't. Again, I didn't. I I disliked this film a little later. Yeah. I, I was I was kind of. I immediately disliked. I it. had an issue. I had an inter- I had an interesting issue in my youth. Um, that I've I've finally kind of grown out of. Like I would always go into a film and like I like this movie, and then I would leave, and a couple months later I'd be like, 
Did I? Yeah, you to think about I it. I definitely remember it because, Brian, you and I saw this again. We were living at CSUN. I was back at school. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yep. Nope. Batman v Superman. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Which five? Mm-hmm. I didn't like five. You came out of it feeling more positive until you and I talked about it later. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, I know. I didn't like you know, it. There are some times where you, you don't want to dislike a movie. <laughs> yeah. And this definitely for me was one of them, but I, I immediately knew. I'm like, man. Yeah, I, didn't start dark, I seriously didn't yeah. start hating Pirates 5 until after I thought about it for a little bit. Parks, you want to? What were your 2013, November 2013? What'd you think? I don't remember, and I think that's kind of telling that's, in itself. Yeah, you and I, Brandon, came, went to the city together, and I remember us getting out of it. We thought it was good, not great, but it was good. And then the hype for Winter Soldier was coming up, so we just forgot about it. Yeah, this film, this film is an interesting beast. I've, 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 I've talked about at length about my dislike of this film. I do think it's got some really good comedic moments. I think it's got a lot of really good moments, just surrounded by shit. Yeah, yeah. I think so. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and I want to get th- get through this stuff off ha- off the top of the of top of this discussion. Um, I know a lot about the behind the scenes stuff with this with this film. Um. Alan, T- Alan Taylor was very uh, was very open about the idea that uh, the script wasn't working, so Joss Whedon would have to be airlifted in to uh, to shoot parts of this movie because the script just wasn't there. I didn't know this. He was actually very open about it before the movie came out. And he stopped talking about it after the movie came out. Makes sense. He would talk about it a lot. Uh, he's like, yeah, we had Joss Whedon just it was crazy, like a spy, like airlifted him in, and like started, like <laughs> it's a good thing, but now you're kind of like. Oh, oh no. he was there for support. <laughs> um, Alan Taylor did not like working with Marvel. He actively didn't like didn't like Ike or Kevin or Kevin. Or it Kevin seems Feige. like th- like this period of Marvel is where the turmoil starts happening. Yes, because like Age of Ultron, this Ant Man, it's like where they're figuring out where they are going for the future. And a lot yeah. of it is Ike Perlmutter. Yeah. A lot of the problems. This is where the problems with Ike Perlmutter start happening. This is when Kevin Feige's um, uh, frustration with with Ike starts happening. Um, he. Uh, Alan Taylor didn't like working with Marvel. He didn't like working on this movie, uh, which means Anthony Hopkins also didn't like working with Alan Taylor. So yeah, he didn't sh- like working shows. on this movie, and definitely shows. It shows. Yeah, it shows. Uh, and Natalie Portman is already pissed off at Marvel for not going with Patty Jenkins for the director uh, of this Can film. You, man, we wouldn't have gotten Wonder Woman, which is a shame. But yeah. like, I can't imagine like if this was like a really good movie, right? Patty <laughs> Jenkins imagine. directing this one. Um, so there's a lot of behind the scenes turmoil with this film. This film was very troubled um, go- going into it, and and. And it shows, and a lot of the performances. Natalie Portman's out already. Eccleston She's, hated it too, huh? Eccleston, Eccleston hated, hated it, it because they cut everything he did. What? Uh, talk about not the first time they've had this problem. Talk about like oh, yep. like a lot like a wasted character. This is truly. the worst villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah, I agree. Sparks is thinking. Yeah, no, I am thinking. No, I yeah. definitely. I probably. I think it's tied yeah. between him and Whiplash. But I find Whiplash more entertaining, a hundred percent. Because I want my yeah. bird is at least funny. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it, there's literally nothing to there's this nothing character. to this character. He's no. just a bad boy. It's like I'm supposed to destroy we open, things because I have to. Yeah. Because we open the on tells another flashback. We open up on another flashback, just like Thor, um, with Bor, mm-hmm. uh, Thor's grandfather, Mithilanius. And uh, and they're fighting the Dark Elves, who say, are reimagined as primordial creatures. Yeah, I will say, like, uh, uh, as bad as this movie is, I think a lot of the design is really good. I was going to say that, too. I think, yeah. like, uh, all the armor designs and the way it look of the Dark Elves and everything, and, uh, I think that all looks great. He has Guardian vibe blades, like their light blades are uh-huh. super cool. I That said, I hate the design of Asgard. Yeah. They, they like... 
they took the color and they toned it way down to gray. They, they took it from gold to gray. They definitely normalized it for the rest of the MCU. Yeah. Which I, I, I don't dislike As, it. Asgard doesn't feel as grand anymore. It's not as fantastical, that's for sure. And I, that's, a, that's a shame. It doesn't hurt the movie. There's a lot more things that hurt this movie. Uh, that is low on, on it. Um, yeah. And I, I think... Uh, Man, Anthony Hopkins is just sleeping his way through this movie. So I thought about that because you've said that before, and I don't always agree with not, you. Not, not. Mm-hmm. I agree, not the entire way, but there are definitely scenes where he brought it and scenes he did not. And the yeah. scene where he's talking to Loki in the opening, I don't think he's sleeping through that scene. No, I think that scene uh, actually see, has I, kinetic I dis- energy. I disagree with that. I think he's absolutely not there. For no, it. I think I think the moment he's when more- he faces Loki and it's uh, it's him. Uh, playing off the moment where we last left the two of them, which was when when he fell off the bridge, and before that, when he fell into the Odin sleep, mm-hmm. I do think Anthony Hopkins is playing that moment. Interesting. You might not agree with how he's playing no, that I, moment, but I, I do think he's playing it. I I I just I I think he's I I disagree because he's just kind of like the whole bit where he's just like, but you're not king. Get. And like, like, it's like, there's nothing behind his eye, and like, he's only working with one eye. And one, <laughs> like, to be fair, but there's nothing there. He's not giving any what emotion. What are you talking about? Uh, but he's not. But you're not. King. He's like, I, I was gonna. Uh, it was. Um, he yells at. He yells at Loki for oh, being a king. Uh, the, that specific line's from Thor one, but the line I know what you're referencing. Like when he's talking to Loki, and Loki's like, "Well, I'm supposed to be king," and he's like, "But you're not." Yeah, it's, it's a similar like, line to Thor one, where he okay. goes, "But you're not king." It's yeah. similar, it's, but I agree. There's nothing. There's nothing behind behind the eye here. Yeah. Um. And one of the, and it's never more prevalent when he's looking at Frigga when he go, when Frigga goes off and he's just like, even my wife. I can't even like, it, my wife even worries my about wife. me. So he definitely fine. he's very inconsistent because like I won't say he's entirely sleeping, but he's definitely napping. He's definitely napping. In and this and movie. when and then, like, definitely it, when he talks to Thor the first time, he's like, "The least you can do is pretend to enjoy it." It's like, wow, yeah. no emotion there whatsoever. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. There, there's, there's Anthony Hopkins is, is for me the low part of this film, and and knowing what he can do with so with, with like he he's got a very subtle performance in Thor, and this one he's not even giving that, and it's yeah. it's, it's very it's very rough for me to watch his perform- performance. Yeah, there's no good just, Anthony. I, there's I, no good Anthony Hopkins one where, like where it's like. It's just, it's just more of a hey. yeah. No, I I stand by that. I, I completely disagree. I think he is bringing a seething disappointment and rage to the scene where he's reprimanding Loki for what he did him. Earlier. I'll give you one scene out of the whole movie. No, and I'm not defending the whole movie, but I am saying that I think that, uh, and I do think that it's purely like I think when he was working with Tom Hiddleston, he brought mm-hmm. it. He was doing something because Tom Hiddleston was doing something with him too. And that's me kind of crediting Tom Hiddleston for playing the moment too. Sure. You can, uh, you can, can definitely tell uh, there's a lot more Loki than originally was in this movie. One of the 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 one of the only Marvel films that suffered from intense reshoots because uh, Avengers, like, oh man, people love Loki. Let's get yeah. him way more prison scenes, please. So they they added they added a lot of scenes, um, and I, I I really wish Loki at the end of this movie it was clear that Loki was like. Was dead. Like, there's no reveal that he. There's no hints. There's no reveal that he's alive. But at the end of this movie, he's dead. Yeah. And I think that would have been. You still have the moment with the with the prison with the with the guard showing up on Svartalheim. Mm-hmm. You still have that moment, but you don't have the shimmer anymore. But that guard gives like a little smirk, right? But you take yeah. the smirk. Yeah. You take the smirk away. Exactly. You take the shimmer away when we first see him, yeah. and you take the you take the. And I think the movie still works and you don't lose the moment between Odin and Thor where yeah. Odin is saying he was proud of Thor which I, is yeah. the other moment that I think Anthony Hopkins does decently. sure I, I yeah I mean we don't I'm not I, it, like yeah. I'm I, I I'm only saying like 
I'm trying to find positivity it. where we yeah. can find it. Yeah, I get that. So um, this movie is about one of the Infinity Stones. That's not a stone. It's a it's a goop. Boy, that's confusing. Loki caused war across all nine of the realms. Yes, he did. How? Why? How? Where? How? Why? How? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, ever, he didn't invade with the Chitari. They say, they say so, ever since the they say ever since the Bifrost were destroyed, chaos has erupted from now, all nine realms. Now is that because the 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 agents of Asgard, <laughs> who are like the space police, can't enforce the will? I think is that what they're sure. trying to imply? Because that's so. not what I think they because, are. I think they're not because, police. All right, all right, Brian, don't make fun of me for this. I think because the ruffians and the stop with that look. I'm just looking at you. The guy, the essentially is this the a hook reference, huh? Rufio? Ruffians. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Essentially these bad guys who knows like, oh, the Odin or whoever, or the, the Asgard. Dad's not watching Let's Cause a they, Wreck. Yeah, they have the Bifrost. They can get to us. Since Thor destroyed the Bifrost, and they're like, sweet, no supervision. Yeah. Let's wreck some shit. I, I, that makes sense. They don't, they don't. Uh, That's what because that doesn't make sense yeah, in the movie. Yeah, Hogan. they don't say it, but they're like, yeah. ever Hogan. since the Bifrost was destroyed, Loki brought uh, the Bifrost. Ever since the Bifrost was destroyed, yeah, chaos need, has erupted in all the realms. We need yeah, more than one line. Um, yeah. Hogan just pieces out early in the. He movie. He goes back to hang out with his homies in Vanaheim. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, okay, bye, hanging out with my homies. I mean, I don't. The Warriors Three are so undeserved in this movie. Yeah, I like when Thor's fighting with them in the opening. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to see. It's nice to see. It's that, a nice action moment. That yeah. action moment's pretty good. Uh, it's got also gets some good comedy moments in, that, in that moment. Yeah. And they, they, they bring back the with the big one. They bring back the theme. Yeah, the music in this is not actually the music in this. The is music is good. In the movie, Brian Tyler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Tyler. Brian yeah. Tyler does good. Yeah. yeah, he and then um there was the uh the Warriors the Zachary Levi's first first as uh, Fangel. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, pretty much only. Let's be honest. Yeah. And they they all get moments. But they're still Stiff gets the most. Stiff gets the most. Not she's as much as Thor. She's won. arguably she is arguably better in this movie than in Thor. Yeah, hmm. I, I think that. even performance wise. Stiff or Sif, yeah. 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 There's one shot of Jane looking at at Sif and Sif looking back, and, and I'm like, like, man, there's a great love triangle. <laughs> there uh, is a thing that we never have happened in this there movie. There is because well, I see that too. This because this, this is I think the second time I actually watched the whole movie. Yeah. where I see. Um, Lee Sif look at Jane Foster. I'm thinking, ooh, they don't do anything. They don't do shit with This has the best cameo in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Chris Evans, yeah, the Chris Evans, the Chris Evans cameo. It is the best cameo. So good. Truth, justice. uh, God bless. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You want to have a rousing discussion of truth, justice? God bless America. Yeah, (laughs) I like it. I think. Have you seen the behind the scenes stuff for this one? No, I haven't. It's really funny. They put Hiddleston in that in the Avengers costume to to act it out, and then they then they put uh, Chris Evans in it. That's Chris awesome. Evans being Loki being Captain America. Yeah. It's real it's good. So it's good. so good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that bit's really, really so, cool. So uh, uh Jane the, Foster. Oh no, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say the Aether wakes up the Dark Elves because Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> this this uh, is doesn't make any sense. It's an affinity stone. I it's really like, hate the Aether. The <laughs> the just kind of the, the, the amalgamous thing that is the Aether is like they even they I think one of the reshoots was can you make this Infinity Stone? Like because they're just like what because you don't see him talking yeah you just narration it's just to yeah. see narration over the book where he says while the other stones appear as sto- uh, uh, well, the other solid that this book, one is fluid that book looks real dope yeah it does the book is dope <laughs> actually one of the things about the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland is that they have a book with the Dark Elves in it I'm like oh it's yeah. that book it's that, that book yeah. that but it doesn't dope. look as cool um, it's still dope looking Heimdall's performance in this is a good blend of his stoicism and monotone uh-huh. uh, presence. 
and what he would later do in Ragnarok. I like this kind I of in-between yeah. space. I think I like Heimdall's this. performance it's in like, this is really great. I like him in this, yeah. It's like Heimdall is kind of more warming up. He's like, okay, I don't have to have also, such a stick up my ass, but it's like, yeah. I could still do my job and be chill. I also yeah. think Hiddleston and... and uh, Hemsworth work really well together. They still do. I think. I think there's a lot of great moments, like when they're trying to when they're escaping Asgard on the ship. It's like, well done. You just it happened to your grandfather. I, I would yeah. argue that Hemsworth kind of doesn't play very well with anybody except for him in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't think. I don't think he and Jane have very. Good I think, and I want to remind that yeah. this is early in Hemsworth's career, and yeah. I don't think he'd found enough footing. And he had a lot of help, I think, from Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah. And not a lot of help from Alan Taylor on this no. one. And yeah. so he was just relying on actors. This is part of the reason why I think Anthony Hopkins is more lively when he was with Tom Hiddleston than when he's talking because all his other scenes are mostly with Chris Hemsworth right uh, I think Chris Hemsworth doesn't always know how to I'm not saying it's only Chris's fault but I don't think he always knows at this time in his career how to feed him the proper energy that's needed for a scene and Anthony Hopkins just wasn't going to do the legwork yeah. to make yeah. it better yeah I, I think I think Hemsworth and, and, uh, and Portman are terrible together in this and, that's, movie. and I'm not knocking Chris for that I'm saying that I don't think that the director gave enough direction to, to yeah. Hemsworth who is still kind of finding his footing as an actor at this time yeah. uh, to improve him because we know he's not a bad actor we've seen him in the movies before um, he just I don't think he was directed well yeah, right. and I think Hiddleston brought more out of him because Hiddleston's that kind of actor who I think gives you a lot I yeah. agree yeah, yeah. So, yeah uh, I, Chris O'Dowd is in this movie for some reason he oh, doesn't even remember. Chris O'Dowd <laughs> didn't remember he was in a Thor movie. Yeah. I completely forgot about Jane dating that other guy. I was like... Going on a date. I wouldn't say dating. Well, first still, date. but going out on a date, yeah. I completely forgot about that. So did he. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a funny bit when, they, when they're when they escaping Asgard, and uh, this is as graceful as ever, Loki, is the, the whole thing. I think that's a good sequence for Fandral. But when, when they're escaping Asgard and they get to Svartalheim, um, they... The, as soon as they pop out, Hilson just goes ta da, ta da, and that that yeah. that, that killed me in it's the theater. Still, I was on the floor. Honestly, still, still laugh about that. It's moment. a really yeah. funny line. Yeah, Hilson, as much as Hemsworth's trying to find his footing, I know Hilson is doing his damn. I think I think they're I, feel I think they're really good together. Yeah, even when he's interacting with the other warriors, like when they're like, "You betray him," like he's like, "Yeah," and like when he goes up Evidently to the bad line. Yeah, like he goes to the the bigger one whose name I completely forget. False tag. False tag. He's like. Evidently, there'll be a line because that's that's sit, a great yeah. build bit. Yeah. Still good, good, good. Like Loki being Loki, and or the, like the, or the the line when they're when they're on the when they're on the boat and they're just like, she wouldn't want us to fight. Well, she wouldn't actually be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's that's also really good. Uh-huh. Um, their 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 turn when they're fighting on Svartalheim. I think their fight sequence together. Really cool to see them fighting together and uh-huh. the the whole trick of, like, of cutting your arm, cutting yeah. arm, yeah. arm up. Um, the that whole thing is <coughs> really solid. The whole like it's kind of fist pumping. Is like all the action is now like, Loki. I have no problems with any yeah, action, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. The fight scenes are the fight scenes are good. It's just everything else. Really it's just man. Although, I really it's, I think, it's good moments, yeah. not wrapped in a good shell. Like when the dark J- elves, like, in, when the dark elves invade Asgard, and then Malekith comes up. He has that a black hole grenade. He just tosses like black hole grenades at, are cool, yeah, man. He, but he's like at your chair. Yeah, but oh uh, yeah, he throws he yeah, destroys he throws the throne in spite. Th- That's a nice the one character moment he gets. Yeah, the one. <laughs> Frigga dies in this movie. She also. does. Yeah, she had a good mo- she had a good moment with she Loki did. before that. She does. Yeah. She I does. really like that scene. Me too. Um, I like I like I don't like the Frigga dies in this movie. I think it's I don't useless. like that either. However, the funeral sequence is really pretty. It, it is yeah. very pretty. Super awesome Viking funeral. With, uh-huh. Yeah, it's very pretty. with a great score by Brian Tyler. Yeah, uh, very pretty. Thor has rain powers, I guess. Sure, for a second. I guess so. Uh... Uh, but not have, lightning powers. Does he have this in the comics? No. 
Okay. No. I think. Just wondering. Man, I like. I, I think Thor's fine. Well, you know, I hadn't noticed and realized that was happening and a problem. Well, it until this rewatch, question, I was like, yeah. When that when the rain happens, is that after Jane gets the ether stuck in her body? Yes. Yes, yes because she comes out and uh-huh. then it doesn't rain around her. Yeah. So I'm thinking the rain, the whole rain powers isn't Thor. It's Jane. No, 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 no because, because, Thor, because, because Darcy because, says, yeah. "Is this you?" And, and he, he goes, looks up and he and it stops. Yeah. It was Thor. It definitely oh. was Thor. Thor had a circle around him and a circle around Dra- Jane, and the circle He's follows not Jane till Aurora. He's not I Storm. I didn't catch no that. Way. Never yeah. mind. I did not catch um, that part. Jane Foster sucks, and I hate that the whole plot revolves around her and the ether. I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. I think she's fun on Asgard. I think she's having a little fun, fun there. I like when she slaps Loki. Yeah. yeah, I think she's having a little fun when she's first on Asgard, and she's and and uh, she's like, "Did you tell your dad about me?" I think there's a little bit of fun in that moment. Natalie Portman is trying to be very fun and entertaining in a in a script and role that is not providing it, doing yeah. very much. Like I thought for the date, her. like I like Chris O'Dowd, but this like. I didn't think that scene was funny. Seabass, Seabass, See, Just repeating Seabass 10 times. Yeah. It's like, wow, it's I, bad I improv. I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, I think it's, it's bad improv. The, the writing is not great. I appreciate that she's at least trying to be an engaged character. Uh-huh. Um, she has the whole moment. I, I, I like that moment where she explains that, um, oh, so this is like a, and she says whatever, like a, a basic science term for what it is. And it's like, it's a soul rejuvenation chamber. So and she's soul like, forge. Uh, yeah. yeah, soul forge. And she says, yeah, uh, does it do this? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that. And it bums me out because Just, like I like those moments with yeah. her. Because like at the exact same time this movie came out, Jason Aaron's Thor run was starting. Mm-hmm. And like Thor uh, Jane becomes Thor for years sure, and sure. years. And I'm like, man, you have this incredible character that we can do so much with and I'm it bums me out that like she's just doing nothing. You know what? If Ike hadn't fired uh, if Patty Jenkins, we might have gotten a good Jane <sighs> performance. Oh buddy. Yeah. Uh Frigga's moment with Malekith before she dies, where she's she says, I'll never tell you, and he's like I believe you. And then has her murdered. Yeah. That's a pretty cool moment. Yeah. That is a cool yeah. moment. She has a good fight. Yeah. 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 Um, Dude, Heimdall takes down one of their ships is one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. He jumps onto it. Yeah. He's just like, no invisible ship getting in my place. And, and then he's on like, daggers. Yeah. He's like, takes ha, it down. I take down the ship. 20 more shots. He's yeah. like, ah, yeah. Again, Odin, like, damn it. The action is not the problem with this movie. It's like, it's the script yeah, yeah. and the characters. And yeah. like, what do you think? Fin- uh, the final sequence is pretty, is, is with really them cool. Jumping also, between worlds yes. is super cool. You know what? Another thing was, uh, much like the criticism, you know, much like with Iron Man 3, this film suffered from, from uh, similar criticism where they were going, like, oh, they wanted that to be, we, because of the criticism of the first Thor, we'll make this one darker, we'll set it less in space, we'll set it more in space, and we'll blah, blah, blah. See, shut up. Make the movies you want to make. This is the problem. This is the thing. Sorry, Ben. Real quick tangent. This is the thing that Marvel has gotten good at, but they didn't start this way, especially in Phase Two. Mm-hmm. Faggy, what he does is he gives you point A, he gives you point B. Whatever happens in the middle, that's your movie. Yeah. You do whatever you want. Back then, that was not the case. Again, like again, like this couple years is really the only problem yes. moments. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 yeah. really cool they figured it out. But there's one other positive because I know we want to try to be positive. You yeah. know, this movie we're I also want to try and get out of it as quickly as we can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's performance. Yeah, again, especially yeah. him going. because it makes sense. He's like, I had a god in my head. It does things to you. And of course, Stanley's like, can I miss you back? Yes, but not to anybody else. So it's <laughs> really great. Selvig's performance. I have a. Uh-huh. I noticed it this time because I was taking notes and I was like, "Oh, like the editing." And I don't mean oh, right. like specifically the editor, but where they decide to play scenes in this film is terrible. Uh, what happens is early in the film, with no real reason, we see Selvig running around naked in Stonehenge. Yes. Then I it's not referenced for a long about. time, mm-hmm. and then we have Frigga die, and then after she dies, 
uh, and not Darcy not, and intern are talking in the and then loft, the, right? the funeral happens right yeah and then it immediately cuts from the funeral to Selvig explaining the convergence and then it cuts back to Asgard from Selvig explaining the convergence with the Stanley so cameo much. yes oh, yeah. uh, and then it doesn't take until later when Darcy and and the guy are watching the news again a few scenes later that they see the same footage we saw earlier of Selvig running around naked and so it's like why'd you even show us that if it wasn't going to be referenced earlier and then why did we jump to him for no reason right after the funeral right after an important emotional beat they wanted to make all of those things all of those things the stonehenge thing should have just been left in the darcy and them watching it scene we should have just seen it then this movie and then it should have immediately gone to have the him explain the convergence scene right before they come and say hey people are here for you and then he gets pulled out of the asylum that's where selvig should have been right but they placed it all over the movie, yeah. and it made no sense. I, yeah. I I don't know if the movie's too long, but I will say the pacing's bad because like three fourths of the way through the movie, I was like, "Is this the end of the movie?" And and then there was like, "Oh wait, we still have an entire final action scene to go through." And I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of done." <laughs> Another <laughs> I'm kind of done here. I'm okay. Another funny part. Is wow, it's only under two hours. Doesn't feels feel like a lot it. longer. It does. But another funny part with um, Selvig is when he sees Laura, he's like, "Where's Loki? Loki's dead." Oh, thank God. I mean, I'm so sorry. He hugs him. He's like, "Yay." I think that's I think that's kind of funny. That yeah. is funny. Yeah. Like, Where where's the, his your brother's not coming is he? Loki's dead. Oh thank God. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. Thor's like, dude. He's like, oh I'm sorry I'm sorry for your loss. As Ryan pointed out to me, uh, or Ben, I don't remember which one of you did it when we were rewatching it, but um, the the like juiced up dark elf smashes the shield generator, the curse. which is a great move. Uh, and it does no damage to him. No, I think that was Ryan. Yeah. Did you and it's like, yeah, why did like, this, oh, he should have died, right? Why did this even happen? Did you like, guys see? They make it so easy. That is one weak-ass did you guys, generator. Did you guys see that he um, he throws taser face into the, into the grid? Into the to get out of the to get out of the 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 cell, the person he picks up and throws into the and throws into the um, the shield is Taserface from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Is it really? actually? It's the it's the actor. Not if it's the, the actor, character. I'll believe it. It's, it is the actor. I believe it. But I was when I was I saw his face. I was like, is that how his Dang face became so that's messed up? Pretty funny. If that's I true. think it would be really funny. Yeah, huh. that would be pretty good. That yeah. would. I, um, I just thought that was funny. I kind of appreciate Odin being war crazed after Frigga's death and removed. I wish they did more with that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do appreciate like the idea of like Frigga died and he kind of shuts down and becomes like the war crazed Odin we'll hear about in Ragnarok. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Um I just wish they did more with it. Uh I like uh pretty much everything they did with Loki I liked. I know that they crammed it up in, into this film, but I did like it. I liked uh, his reaction to Frigga's death. I liked the creation of the illusion when he's uh talking with Thor and he's saying, Trust my rage. Mm-hmm. Uh all of those things I like in building his character. Yeah, I like the Loki stuff in this movie actually. Yeah. Except for the fact that he's alive at the end of the movie. Yeah. And then they show I mean obviously He was he was supposed to die at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. Svartelheim looks like crap and I hate yep. being it's there. It's just no, boring. not only that, when Malekith gets powered up, his he his white skin becomes dark and the scar oh. and the like the ha- yeah, half face doesn't dumb. freaking matter anymore and it's stupid. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. So we all yeah. enjoyed Loki's death more this time because of Ragnarok. Oh, you know? dude. Because we're sitting there and it's like, it's like <laughs> I did do it for him and we're all giggling because we know the play happens so, at the beginning of Ragnarok. Fun, yeah. So, fun thing. The other day I was coming home from work. Guess what Fanny was watching? Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. she straight up tells me she only wanted to watch it so they can get to the choir scene of Sam oh. Neill and Matt Damon saying, I want a statue with the big horns. I didn't do it for him. I, I, for real, like... 
you Thor Thor Ragnarok makes Dark World a better movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I told you. I yeah. told you that would happen. Um, I, I do. Th- I think the you know the if you if you listen to some of the interviews behind and and stuff, Tom Hiddleston has said that Loki was supposed to die at the end of this film. Like this was that that moment where he dies that was actually supposed to be Loki's death and that was going to be the end of Loki's character. Um, I do think keeping that and and then going into Thor Ragnarok and having the reveal that he's Odin, I do think that still works. Yeah. Um, like you banished our father? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that still works. Uh, but I, I don't know. How do we feel about... Do you think Loki should have stayed dead? I actually don't think Loki should have stayed dead because I think his death in Infinity War means so much more in that moment mm-hmm. than it does if he de- stayed dead in what Thor: ben The Dark said. World. Which is which is also that. knowing that Infinity War is where he dies. Why I kind of don't agree with what you were saying about not knowing he died. I think if we had only found out in Ragnarok he'd come back and yeah. then he was murdered again, I mean, it wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah. We need to know that it'd been a trick. But no, we I, could, I, will, uh, I will say that Ragnarok does fix a lot of my issues with that. Have, with that, that I have with the ending of Thor: The Dark World, but that it doesn't. Change the fact change that those, the fact still, that those and are still there. No, I like, agree with you. Um, but the but the other thing I was going to say about it is, um, well, you stopped me. I don't remember. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. No, what I was going to say is, Brandon, we can still have maybe not Loki revealing that he was playing Odin on the throne, but when you see that guard with lo- like the Loki shimmer, you know he's not dead. So that way, if they would just been done that and didn't reveal that he was on the throne, we would have been fine because we would have known, okay, Loki's still not dead. And not lost the moment, and not moment lo- that that was really Odin. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. That would have that been a nice That's compromise. That's a nice compromise. Um, I, I also think that if Loki had truly died in this film, that would have been a terrible... Uh, end point for a good character. Yeah, yeah. like we would be like, man, what a shame he went out on that. As movie. much as I love Chris Hemsworth and Thor Ragnarok, Loki also makes that film, and that is both of those are amazing. Uh, both Ryan, those actors are amazing. In that Ryan film. also pointed out when we were watching this how terrible Malekith looks like once he takes in the ether because it's black makeup on a black costume, and he's just it's it. He looks b- like garbage, lame, and it's terrible, yeah. and it does a terrible show, design, and, and does because I've only seen Malekith in like a few pages, and he has. Straight right down the middle, half white, he's two, half he's black. Yeah, yeah, he's a two-faced character. Yeah, they, always what he's so, like. So okay, yeah. so in in the comics, Ryan, yeah. it's it's just what he looks like, right? It's just yeah. one side's dark, one side's not. Yeah. So why create this whole stupid idea that he gets shocked with the electricity and that's why not, that oh, ha- okay. happens? So if he's 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 a dark elf, right? He's pure white, and then Thor screws his face up and then he turns it into a face. That's great. Then why do you turn the other side of his face black? Yeah, exactly. He's it's literally stupid. two black faces. It doesn't make any sense it's at all. Dumb. It's, it's dumb, dumb, yeah, dumb. Yeah, it's just I like hate, it I just, hate the ether so much. Yeah. Uh, so the most important thing I noticed this time on the rewatch though is that um, the coat hanger is able to hold up Mjolnir. So I think this answers the elevator question <laughs> yeah. from Ultron. I think so yeah. too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, it's not the weight; it's just being worthy to hold it. Right. Yeah. So, so the elevator, the elevator is worthy. Is worthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did, that took a bit of improv. Where you're just like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I do like that. Yeah. Can we can we please move on? Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, uh, I like that we didn't. We kind of touched on the portal jumping, but I really like that Mjolnir is going away from Earth and then having to come back and turn oh, around. I, that was that's, cool. Those are great innovative uses of like how that tactic works using yeah. the portal jumping. It's, it's a shame that that's just one nice. And Malekith yeah. is like a boring villain, but like. And like what he does is boring, but like traveling between worlds, like always falling in between them, is crashing re- into the really building and sliding. Yeah, really hey. was really fun. I yeah, we do know. get some. We do get. We get see Jotunheim again. Yeah, we yeah. see. Um, 
This one was two post-credit sequences, right? Yeah. What was yeah. the right. first? What the, was the, the first one again? The first one is, is Benicio del Toro's oh, collector. Yeah, that one. The first I, one I is Benicio del Toro. Is the reveal of Benicio del Toro, um, in a in a, a sound stage that's made to look like the collector's plate. I, I always hate it because you can hear Works the creak. Well you can hear the creaking of the of the board of yeah. the floorboards. I'm like, okay, buddy. Um, but then the second one is the the uh, Jotun the Jotun beast uh, well, Thor coming it? back with Jane and then the Jotun that, beast that, that's a fun callback yeah so it's the Jotun beast and the 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 Thor and Jane moment that's actually Chris Hemsworth the reason that's actually Chris Hemsworth's real real life wife because Natalie Portman couldn't come back for for that shot so they put uh, his wife in a wig and then that's and then had that moment oh, that's, that's so, cute yeah that, that was cute. Okay, I'm done. Can we yeah. move on, please? Yeah, can we no, go? There's will, no other movies to talk about. I will so. tell you. I'll tell you this. As again, I said it at, at the top. As bad as this movie is, like, it's there are so many worse movies. If this is the worst you got, like, this is all right. It's well, okay. I have to say, if I was stuck into a cha- stuck in a room and I had BVS and throw the Dark World in front of me, I pick throw the Dark World every time. Yeah, at least it's funny. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Holy shit, this I movie made argue, me love Captain America so much. I would argue, not in terms of comic movies, but for regular people to watch a movie, I think this is the best in the Marvel Cinematic Screen Universe. Screen Chunkies, when this is the first... In terms of movies, it's the best movie. This is the first uh, Marvel movie that has Captain America that doesn't use his theme song, and I will forever hate it for All right, but uh, yeah. That's not entirely true. It's in the opening. I caught it this time. When uh, we come I've up in DC... I've watched this film so much, and I can never hear it. When we come up in DC, in DC it's... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah. the and very, very it. beginning. No, it's the whole scene while he's... It, you hear the little like drums in left. the back. It builds real slow, but it is the opening while he's doing the jogging around. That has... Is Captain it in the America museum theme. as well? Hmm. No. No? No, okay. All but right. it is in the opening. I, ca- I heard it this time, and I was like, neat. I always yeah. I always hear that, and I always wait, I always try to try and listen for it, but I can never hear it. Yeah, no. it's there. Okay. As I was saying... I love one of the things about this movie that just makes me hyped up is that when I saw the honest trailer for it, they're like, "We can't really make fun of this because this movie's so good, so prepare for nitpicking." Yeah. And we, they they straight up says like, "We know these are stupid nitpicks, but they kind of are because yeah. this movie is just so damn good and it's so damn good." Speaking of uh, good action sequences, every action every sequence th- in this in this oh movie Lord. is awesome. Oh the Lord, the car yes. chase sequence with Fury. Oh. By the way, Nick Fury never been better than this moment. Yep. In this movie, yeah, he is solid in this uh, movie. Oh, yeah. he As just, this Nick Fury, he just did an interview. The, what's his favorite moment from the MCU that he's done, and it's the car chase. That car chase is awesome. Yeah. 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 Like the whole the whole thing where, where, with, with when they get slammed, and he's got his arm fractured, mm-hmm. you know, delivering countermeasures. The whole thing, it, the when he's attacking people with the cars up until the Winter Soldier air conditioning, reveal, fully operational. That car chase sequence is so electrifying and so awesome. Yeah. Also, what's equally as great. Um, is the opening action sequence on the ship on the, the Lemurian star? star. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool with Cap just wiping out the uh, people. It's some of his best action in any of the movies, yeah. and a good use of his abilities. I really yeah. like the the banter throughout the whole movie between Captain America and Black Widow. Yeah, their banter. Why don't you ask this girl on a date? Yeah, all this stuff. I, yeah, it yeah. just it's it's I find it funny. Yeah, I it just, doesn't take I, and it doesn't take away from the film. No, it's like, it doesn't. It's common workplace uh, like talking. Yeah, but they're like destroying mercenaries on a ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even when he goes into, um, when he sees Widow trying to get all the shield intel, it's like, well, this is awkward. It's like, hey, you're lying to me. She's like, no, you had your mission. I had mine. Mm-hmm. And then when, because you can, this movie, it still tells you that Cap is still out of time. Yes, he's been, he was in the Battle of New York. He's adjusted a little bit. 
I mean, he's he's seen, used to seeing black and white, and yeah, the world's turned. He's gray. seen Stern, He's seen Star Wars. You can see it that's crossed out yeah. on his list. But also, he still hold on holds on the, to those the, morals the, from the, the bit 19- when he the bit when he says uh, when Scarlett Johansson's like, "Do you want to play a game?" It's from a movie. I know. I <laughs> yeah, he saw, he saw the movie. But still, when he when Nick Fury is telling him, is like, "Yeah, you had your mission." He's like, "No, that's not supposed to happen. You were supposed to tell your guys what's going on." And Fury's like, "Dude, you still don't know." anything about this yeah. modern world that we're in. Yeah. And he shows them the the helicarriers and he's like this isn't freedom you're, this is you're fear. Jump, you're jumping around a lot. Um but you're you're absolutely right. Well that whole scene is like No, no, no I want but I want to I want to like I want to compartmentalize and talk about some certain bits and and just the broad strokes that you that you just threw up there. The one of them I want I do really love is the elevator sequence is the elevator scene with Fury and uh-huh. Cap. I think that mo- that monologue that Fury does going down the elevator is Incredible. Talking about his dad, how yeah. his dad, you know, yeah. was a was an elevator guy, and he, his grandfather, the grandfather, excuse me, and he used to get a, a bunch of ones, and then as time grew on, he had to hold those ones a little closer because yeah. got a little tighter, got a little scarier. Yeah, so, yeah. and then he sho- and then he opened the bag, is like he's they gun. see a roll one and a loaded uh, twenty two magnum. Yeah, uh, in some ways, I think I like Fury more in this movie because of Captain Marvel. Interesting one. I, well, I just wait. I think I, I think I misunderstood, but I do want you to explain. But yes, go. Well, I just think I, I value a lot more of his performance now because we have that full breadth of how far yeah. he's come as a character. So in some ways, I, I he's definitely like hardened. him even more now knowing uh, how much he's evolved and how much he's um, changed because we've never known a Fury before, right. kind of who this person is. Yeah. And now we do. And I'm like, wow, you've really come come a far way. I, I, I agree. Um, and I will say I was absolutely correct. I don't know if this was... If this happened to you guys, maybe I'm alone in this. It happened to Ben. I already know where you're going in it. Um, when the the line "Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye," loses a little bit of its power. That moment is like I, I was gonna giggle out of it. I was gonna save that for. See, when that's I, you're not supposed to giggle no, at that. I, no, oh. I, no, I, I got a giggle not from like it's funny, but just like he's lying. No, <laughs> he's so a liar. I I was gonna say this for when I talked about Captain Marvel at the at the end of the special, but I guess I'll just put this well, now. It's afraid of this movie. Yeah. So you're right. Because I, I, when I saw it, I laughed. Fanny laughed, and she was like, <laughs> "Goose." And I'm like, "Yeah, Brandon was right. You were right. It does. It does lose some of the." Because it's supposed uh, to be like a the, serious. Yeah, it was it's a serious to, moment, and yeah. now it's been turned into a joke. Yeah. And I, I look. The moment still stands in this film, but it does lose a bit of its power. Yeah, yeah I, 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 tight. it personally doesn't bother me, but like I, I absolutely get it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah. You I like the showdown between Batroc and Cap. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's George real great. George St. Pierre, MMA fighter. Yeah, the, uh, the introdu- using Batroc the Leaper in this movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and doing it in that way. Uh, that's cool. I think that's really cool. We the- finally get the Triskelion, and it looks awesome. It looks just oh, like yeah. it does. <laughs> so yeah. what I love about the Triskelion in the in this sequence um, is thanks to Ant-Man, we know the Triskelion's been there since the 80s. Yep. So like, what did everybody think the Triskelion was there for? If S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a covert operation, then people don't know what S.H.I.E.L.D. is. It's a big-ass office just building. Looking yeah. at this building. In, in it's just DC. a random office building. It isn't covert because we got Fury, like, right, the yeah, and Captain uh, Marvel official going, yeah, SHIELD official business. S.H.I.E.L.D. business. They just throw that around. Yeah. It's covert as in you don't know what they're doing, yeah. but, like, everyone knows they it's exist. Like the, it's like the CIA. You don't know what they're doing, but you know they're there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think of it like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's still funny to me. Yeah. Because nobody, but nobody knows that that's S.H.I.E.L.D.'s base. Like they yeah, just yeah. think it's just this weird. It's just a random building. office. Building. While we're talking about Fury around that elevator scene, I want to say that I appreciate moments like Fury mentioning uh, Stark replacing the turbines after having a, an up close look at them, but or later when he's talking about um, 
what what he uses to make it look like he died, which is the heart slowing down thing that Banner created for stress. Things like that that uh-huh. help flesh out the mo- whole Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. world. Yeah. Something that Spider-Man um, and Homecoming would do in spades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that they just leave like these little things that keep building out. I, I really appreciate that. And then also, the, I really like the implication that the World Security Council uh, wants the Helicarriers up in exchange for Fury kind of having gotten the Avengers. Mm-hmm. That there's kind of yeah. this like, you have th- your, th- that you get yeah. this feeling that Fury kind of doesn't love the helicarrier idea, but it's the give and take of what he did in Avengers. You have your yeah. weapons, we have ours. Yeah, I like the uh, I like um, I like Alexander Pierce a lot. I love that Pierce like like uh, spoilers whatever like we know he's a bad guy, but like at the beginning when Nick Fury is like, hey, we need to like put a hold on the helicarriers, he's like, yeah, you got it, dude. Whatever, yeah. if you think this is best, like yeah. he is so good at being an undercover bad guy. What if, whatever, uh-huh. what, sure. Like, and what if? And what if you're right? Yeah. Then we'll be damn sure. We'll be damn glad those yeah. alcaries aren't in the air. Uh-huh. Just playing right into his plan, though. He's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you get the the sequence when he's talking to Cap in his apartment before he shot is also really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot. One of the the things that this movie is so great at balancing the character moments, the one on one character moments, with the large scale action sequences, yeah. and never losing the heart of this is a story about Captain America uh, coming to grips with the world that he's now in. And putting it in like a kind of a '70s political thriller uh, with the with the Winter Soldier and everything like that, um, the chase between the chase through the hallways when he's just slamming through doors is really cool. Yeah, dude. Like you really bumps you re- into a wall, leaves an imprint, keeps yeah. going. Yeah. You yeah. really feel like how powerful both these characters are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yeah, like they accidentally slam into a wall and it creates like 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 a like a hole. Like yeah. That's sort of, and how fast they are when they're running. Uh, man, Bucky catching that shield oh, is yeah. still like a whew, moment. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Oh god. It's, it's yeah, man. Like, and you know, I, the the Winter Soldier. Like, I throughout all of the Marvel stuff. Like, I have a problem w- with how they, what they've done with him. But I still think for this movie, I like him a lot. I my, do. for this my, movie, I like my him a lot. problems with the Winter Soldier don't don't start until the next time we see him. Yeah, um, which is fair. They start here. Yeah. Okay. Why? I d- uh, we talked about it a little when we were watching it. I but I, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. So yeah. Let's yeah. Talk no, about I'm it. doing it. I'm doing it right now. Hell yeah, baby. I was setting it up. Let me do my thing. Damn. The makeup was good. Um, the makeup <laughs> was good. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, the makeup was terrible in this. It, what it is is that the Winter Soldier, like, it, they needed to commit to a decision to either let the audience in on the fact that it's Bucky or decide that that is an anticipation setup. Uh, instead because of, the I audience already knows. I think it's flat note reveal. If, if you're an audience member who doesn't know. I think that we should have just known it was Bucky the whole time. That as an audience, and the anticipation should have been for Steve to find out, See, so that that the audience is waiting for that moment. And I will, I will, I will, ex- I will, um, I will, I I agree with that to an extent. But every single theater I went to for this film when it first came out, which we didn't do initial uh, thoughts, my bad. Um, one of the, well, I don't every, remember. It was every so long si- ago. every single th- less time than Iron Man well, three, yeah, you pulled something yeah. out of your ass for that. <laughs> um, so. When we when the reveal of you know the mask comes off, Bucky, yeah, yeah. everyone like every theater I went to, there was at least one or two people who go <gasps> who didn't know. I had a, I had some common friends who didn't know because yeah. they don't read comics, and and I mean that's fine, that's great. Like like my girlfriend didn't know, that's fine. I it's whatever. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as a film on a rewatch value. After you know the reveal, like I don't think that the structure of it is well set up. I don't. Okay. I don't think the reveal is well set up. I don't think that it's well done on uh, on intention. Of, I will, are we trying to keep this a secret, or are we argue, trying to let the audience know? I will simply argue 
Uh, and again, like I, I wish they they would have done it where everyone is is it's a secret to everyone. Sure. But they let the audience know pretty early, like, hey, here's Bucky. Remember this guy? Who is this new mysterious character? Yeah. I don't think the audience is supposed to be have a mystery about it. I think it's supposed to be Steve, and you see Steve's experience dealing with this. And because it's not it's not new to us. Like this, we know this stuff. And I wish that was more direct. Yeah. I wish that instead, like it was this thing at the beginning. Like you could have the like initial like encounter with the Winter Soldier after he chases him and he fights Fury, but then have a scene where we see that it is Bucky. The audience sees it is Bucky. And yeah. don't leave that mystery. When we get to the kitchen scene, don't put a bad block of black fade over his face so that we only see his eyes to hide the fact that it's Bucky because we know it's Bucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but have us be anticipating the whole movie like, when is Steve going to find out? When sure. is Steve going to find yeah. out? That's a better tension builder and that is more fun to watch, mm-hmm. especially in rewatch value. So I, I stand by that for for why Bucky Winter Soldier stuff doesn't work for me. In this I, I, I totally see it. So what, uh, do, so what do we think about uh, Black Widow and Falcon? In this film, love I him. like. Yo, them. I love Sam Wilson. Love him. I think love Sam him. Wilson is so good in this movie. I think Black Widow's like a, uh, a step. I, I, as, well. as you, you know, you were saying the you know Avengers is better than uh, than Iron Man Two. This is better than Avengers. Yep. Like this, this is this is. I think this is the best Black Widow. I think this is the best Black Widow, hundred percent. Um, I think the, I have a sense of like who she is actually. Yeah, I, I think this is. This is the one where she's more of a character. Like we get a sense of she's a person who has stakes. Yeah, and she's like a spy. She's got stakes in yeah. the, in this fight, and mm-hmm. she feels very feels very more real and visceral. The best visceral. line that she has is like, "I like I only pretend to know everything." Yeah, like oh, that's so good. Of course, this fight was. Like, oh, and the bit okay. when they're and the bit when they're in the classic MCU uh, 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 disguise getup mm. with the the hoodie and the, the baseball cap and the yeah. um, when when they're walking when they're walking away and how she's trying to, ev- she's evading the strike team by being like, okay, put your arm over Kiss me, me. And, and laugh. Yeah. Kiss me. Like those things are really cool. Um, I think Black Widow uh, with the Russos is really good. I think every they film her, that, that yeah. she's been with and the Russo has been really good. Yeah. yeah. Falcon too. I think he's great. However, this is my least favorite hair. For, uh, this is my least favorite Black Widow hair. Um, I think her hair in Civil War is the best. I agree, I think. I mean, it's hair. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Scarlett Johansson looking we're not pretty. Gonna, we're not going to, I'm not going to charge at you. Red hair you're, don't care. Yeah. Because you're going to. She's always looking pretty with red hair. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, I think, I don't like the straight hair on her. I don't I really like curly. Yeah. Curly hair. I agree. I don't like the, uh, sorry, I do like the way that they keep Peggy Carter involved in this film. Me yeah. too. And uh, it is brutal watching her have amnesia. Makes me. Or not amnesia, sorry, Alzheimer's. Makes yeah. me cry every time. I didn't, the first time I saw it, again, what, five, five years ago? Like, I didn't I didn't fully realize that that's what was going on. She had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, that's a weird thing for her to just say the same thing again. And then I was like, oh, it's because she's really old and she's sick. Oh, yeah. man, that sucks. Yeah. And every time, every time he visits her. It's, it's like, like him coming like, back it's all like over again. It's like, oh no, Peggy. Yeah, Which sad. you know means that as much as he likes to see her, he he in going forward has to minimize how often he sees her because yeah. of how brutal that is every yeah. time. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, the stuff with Peggy is real solid in this. I'm really glad they found a way to keep her involved. Introduce Introduce Sharon. And I like the tra- and uh-huh. I like the transition of it. The the museum, seeing him watching video of her. When more Bunch looking old like relics, she's you know relic. like older than she was in uh, First Avenger, but still yeah. like back when she was more recognizable to us, and then going to him, seeing her, and and getting the establishment of like most of the reason that Cap is even involved with Shield is because she helped found it. Yeah. Is that is that the like the flashback where she's like yeah, and then like he saved the person who'd be my yes. husband, yes, yep. and even after death he's still impacting my life. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like man, poor Steve. Yeah, I I like um yeah I love that so much. Uh, I also really like how. Um, I like his out. I like his costume in this one. The the, win- the Winter Soldier costume is yes, I think right. it's a pretty good one. Um, the 
fight sequence in the elevator is another is another sequence where I'm like, that's damn impressive. Every that time is. I watch it, I'm just like, yeah, you did it. Hell yeah. Every time like, that's that must have been a nightmare. I just, shoot. Yeah. I just love to see all those people just get in there one after another, and then like, and then how like, he how he starts to cue in like they're oh. holding their guns, they're starting to sweat, they have a bunch of briefcases, yeah. Yeah. like, and then he's like, before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? So I thought I always thought it'd be funny if some guy in the back's like, "Um, can I get up on the second floor, please?" <laughs> and I was worried that they revealed too much in the trailer with that yeah. shot. Nope, that's a lot. It's a pretty long scene. Uh-uh. The yeah. whole the whole Hydra reveal is was kept away from the trailers. Yeah. See, so that's the reveal I feel should have been hid from the audience, but Winter Soldier should have been known. I see. That's the Instead misdirection yeah. I wish the film had. Because yeah. I do remember when I first saw like, because I don't think we're in, we're clued in on Hydra until. Well, we knew. We like, didn't even know Hydra. Well, was we a thing. well yeah, we yeah. Did, we didn't know. We knew that Hydra was inside Shield, but we didn't know who was who. But when the big like, because we go to the um the army base in Jersey and we see um, Zola Zola Zola's like computer brain say, yeah, Hydra's in Shield. I'm still not gonna tell you who it is. Got you, suckers. But, but you then you get first um, collection. I am Swiss. Yeah. yeah. But then you get um the those Hydra, the senator and what's um what the other guy Sitwell Sitwell yeah. He goes over and says, Oh, yeah. That um, when the, he whispers, Hail Shandlings. Yeah. Gary Gary Shandlings. The yeah. second he whispers, Hail Hydra. I'm thinking, oh, shit. Iron Man 2 makes more sense now. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Sitwell showing up in all the movies in the show, you're like, Oh, this is so oh, good. Buddy. This is yeah, so I good. was really, I, I was really glad that they had sit well yeah. there to kind and again, of play like, off uh, that thing. Not to bring in the show, but uh, even though Hydra being there didn't sit well with me, uh, uh, the Hydra stuff involving <laughs> Agents of Shield is the best that show. No, no, ever no, was. no! Don't, don't, li- don't let him off the hook for that one. <laughs> what? I missed you, it. You didn't hear it? No, I missed it. Oh, Hydra being inside Shield wouldn't sit well with me. God, no, no, <laughs> I, no, no! Just kept no. going. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna let that off the hook. Bad sparks. That's bad sparks. I think I've gotten a pun of movies so far. Hold on. Hold on. Boo. Boo. Yeah, I, I all the reveals of who of who is Hydra and who is Shield. Um, it's really good. The, the, uh-huh. the when um, Rumlow is uh, about to shoot the the just the guy who's at the computer. The IT guy, yes. yeah. That was that was also really solid in the 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 fight. And when Sharon's like Captain America is tell, it, we're playing on a manhunt for Captain America and I we want to know why. Yeah. Yeah, because he lied to us. Yeah. I, I like the World Security Council stuff. Yo, Alexander Pierce's uh, like BS. Yeah, Fury was um, his mom lived next door to this other dude, yeah. and that's why he's dirty. And it's like, yo, that's like the weakest <laughs> BS <laughs> cover I've ever I heard. Will, you know what? I will say it is BS, but like I believed him. I I for I, I wasn't sure where everything was going, but like. I believe that Nick did hire those pirates, and I'm like, "Ooh, Nick! Oh yeah, no, you're is, definitely it, dirty." But it like, is confirmed. Why? It is confirmed that Nick hired the pirates yeah, because yeah. he went. He wanted to figure out what's going on with the Lumarian Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why sit well there? Like he hi- he definitely hired the pirates. Yeah. Because um, there was a lot of things that he wasn't sure about, but he's the director. That's of definitely Shield. still like that's still a dirty move. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh no, Nick. So you want to know what's interesting? So you want to know what's interesting? Yes. Um, I don't remember why, but for whatever reason. At a convention, Sam Jackson cued in that they were that they were taking bits of the Winter Soldier uh, from Nick Fury versus Shield, which is a comic book event where Nick Fury realizes that Hydra was in Shield, and that I had. It's probably from the eighties, right, or something. Yeah, yeah. And I could never find that interview. I could never find out where that was or why that was or what what, what it was. But I always had that memory, and I'm not sure why. And that's the only reason why I knew that Hydra was in this movie <laughs> because of this weird it, random Sam. memory. That I could never relive it was really just a dream. Mm. A dream cued me into the spoiler of the movie. 
But yeah, that was that was always very strange to me. I don't know what the hell happened there. I was still like, I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't know anything about the Hydra and the, the twist. Like, it totally worked for me. I had I no idea. It. It's it's well executed. Um, Zola's exposition and the setup of Howard Murder is is uh-huh. really yeah. good. Yeah, and we are both of us out of time. Yeah, I like his green screen look. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, before we go too much farther away from it, uh, were you guys ever nervous that Fury was definitely dead? Nope. No. I had a, f- I mean, I had a feeling. Go back to when you first saw it. Like you when didn't I, think I'm that th- they might I'm have killed Fury off for no, good. No, I'm trying to think because I, no. at this point, I knew there was gonna be another Avengers movie. I knew he was gonna be in that, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but they're probably gonna pull a switch. They're, they're probably I, gonna. I, I know, I, I know exactly why, and it's actually a problem that I, that I, uh, have come to terms with, um, over the years. I knew how many, con- how many films he had contracted. I knew how many more were he had a contract under. That doesn't mean that they won't kill him before. No, but I, I was yeah. watching the film. I was so stubborn. I was like, no way. I just thought after uh, Avengers and Tony Stark says life model decoy, I'm like, yeah, he's probably fine. But they wouldn't introduce life model decoy but in the MCU proper ever. No, it's an Agents of Shield. I'm talking about the. I'm talking proper. about the films. No, that is proper. Uh, we're not going to get into that discussion. Uh, I just think because like. In the comics, like Nick Fury's entire thing is he's always an LMD. Mm. So I just figured, like, maybe this is where they use it. Uh, but he just slowed his heart rate, like the Hulk. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, again, I was just a stubborn young kid who was just like, I know how many contracts he has. He's not dead. And oh, I'm not done till Avengers 3. Uh, I definitely was nervous. Yeah. yeah, when I was seeing it, I was like, oh man, I hope they don't kill him. I really like Fury, and I feel like they just started doing cool things with him. Yeah. So if they kill him, I'm going to be real sad. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a bummer because I think he's really good in this one. Maria Hill's in this film for briefly. I, I like her, we but I touched on. I she's think yeah, not utilized enough. Yeah. I think that uh, I wish I wish more. Especially, it's a really weird moment when she shows up too because she's just like when she saves them and and oh uh, like yeah like I'd, my, and she my takes the thing yeah. off and she and she's like who's this guy? He's like you took him in. You should know. You should know who this guy yeah. is. You you processed well, him. You put like, him I, in. I bet you that's threatened like, him. I bet that's like a joke for them too, but like it doesn't work in terms of the movie because you know we, yeah. we know you know. You've been there for like at least 10 minutes now. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you just asking? I think it's just a bad joke that didn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. Uh, Anthony Russo's first cameo yeah. in yeah. this movie. Also, uh, Ed Brubaker is in this movie a little bit. Oh, is he? He's one know. of the scientists who uh, reprograms the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, I think this movie's really rad. I think the fight scene that starts Stop with... Stop um, eating. No. I think the we fight can scene hear that it. starts with... Um, I'll sit loud. further back. I think the fight scene that starts with... Um, what's his name? Um, Winter Soldier taking out Sitwell. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. whole Oh, section. with the car? I think that's actually the best action setting when he does like the, the whole flip film. off the car and like uses his hand to mm-hmm. scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that yeah. whole sequence all the way to when that ends when they capture yeah. Cap and them. I think that is the best action moment of the so film. Well, Even though marked. the ending is cool and the everything, whole, that is the best action the whole scene. Because a lot fight, of it is more grounded. The whole knife fight between Captain America and the Winter Soldier is just amazing. Where they lost all their guns and they finally go they go fist to fist and the way that he, they move with a knife I'm like Damn. Yeah, Winter Soldier's like flipping knives back and forth, going yeah. right, like, like stabbing a car and like ripping through it because he's uh-huh. so strong. It's I think that's I think that's a good sequence. Um, I really like the interrogation of Sitwell. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, Stephen Strange. A lot of people. That's the first uh, thing about Stephen Strange, and a lot of people yep. use that line to uh, to. Uh, and we'll talk about it a little later when we get to the next special. Sparks is this? Are you one of these people? Um, no, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so either. Okay. A lot of people use that line to cue up the idea that pre- that Doctor Strange takes place before the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm not this person. Okay, and I was just, and everyone was just kind of like, no. 
uh, if you listen, you have to, to be established. If you know, if you listen to Zola's to Zola's own explanation, the algorithm uh, to to Sitwell's own explanation in that same scene, the the algorithm predicts what you're going to do if you're a potential threat, not like anyone, not like, even a guaranteed threat, a potential yeah. threat. Now, a person like Stephen Strange, he has good tendencies. He has so good he, tendencies, so he could be a threat. I, we would uh-huh. all die because we're good people, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that, that's. That that's where that. Uh, it's just weird that his name is the one that's brought up with the Hulk. It's that's that's where I would almost argue with you, but, but it's for it's for it's us. For the, yeah. It's for the it's comic for book us. nerds. Um, I, yeah, I'm pretty much done. Uh, the final action scene is super great, and uh-huh. like and like uh, uh, Steve fighting uh, the Winter Soldier. Like like I don't want to fight you. The end of the friend. Pokemon movie. Yes. Oh. Uh, you are my mission, Pikachu. <laughs> You're very apt, yeah. But like, like <laughs> brother, Steve, my brother. Steve, Steve getting like bruised and beaten to almost to death, like trying to save his friend. Like it's really strong. I'm with you till the end of the line, Buck. Yeah, and the, and the sea and like uh, and the helicarrier falls and and Bucky pulls him out of the river. And it's a really beautiful shot of him walking away as like uh-huh. the helicarrier is dying. I wish the line "I can do this all day" was in this movie. Yeah, and save that, that for Civil War. That way, it could be in all three films mm-hmm. instead of just. Instead of just First Avenger and Civil War, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, that's the only really. Also, Robert Redford's death is really cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, uh, like what he's like, he's like Sam Wilson jumping out of the jumping out of the building. Forty first floor. Forty first. Not like they put the numbers on the outside. Yeah. yeah, I love the way Black Widow gets the drop on Pierce. Yep. yep. Oh, she's really posing good. as the old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, you mentioned something, Sparks, when they have like the buttons on the on their lapels and like the. A bunch of the security council sure. dies. You're like, just hold your blazer out a few minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's warm. Just take it off, and you're fine. Yeah, you're I bet you dead. can reel quickly. Yeah, you're off. not dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not something that I'm like yeah, nitpicky about. So, I just, yeah, it's it, you're, you just told me about that. I was like, oh yeah. I'm huh. gonna I'm gonna read this little one. Um, I really feel for Fury wanting to save Shield when he's worked so long to protect the world, and this feels like a uh, wash on a lot of his work since Captain Marvel now yeah so yeah. so fury not wanting shield to go away it actually makes his actions uh at the end of the season one with the show for agents of shield wanting to still have some idea of it exist yeah, and giving call colson that makes a lot of sense now looking at the whole narrative of uh captain marvel if you take that into the show uh seriously but like even just from captain marvel to winter soldier him being like no shield had all that i was doing the right thing i was trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. Uh, his commitment to that, I really appreciate. This is another way in which uh, Captain Marvel kind of helps me um, enjoy things about Fury in this more. Yeah. Um, All right. Where was Stanley in this one? Oh, yeah. He's, uh, I'm so fired. I'm so fired, yeah. So, Um, so any more, any any last thoughts we have? Um, Uh, Winter Soldier's amazing. Um, So we put up, we put up a poll on, on our, on our, um, on our Instagrams, um, we got some some choices here. It asked what out of these four, what's your favorite? Uh, ben voted, even though he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> you um, didn't say not to. So you're just, on the show. Yeah, and you know which one my favorite is. So it's so it's it, a Winter Soldier, Ben. It's no, not it's Avengers. Avengers. So it so good job, Ben. Yeah, Phil Better, the Phil Better Show says Winter Soldier uh-huh. on the Paid Media Network. Downright Nerdy Podcast says Winter Soldier. Hell yeah, um, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Uh, at at Sam underscore Frankie underscore Sully, uh, why is this even a question of those four clearly Avengers? Yeah. Oh, I know who that is. I love her. She's um, great. Richard, our friend Richard. Richard. Um, l- uh, Richard, Char- L- Richard C. Whatever. Winter Soldier. Mm. Mm. There you go. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mike Mike I, Matola. Yeah. Avengers. Oh man, this is great. Yeah. And uh, m- uh, at Magneto Magnico. Iron Man 1. That's not a choice. You don't get to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe they meant Iron Man 3. 
Nope. Iron Man, I know this kid. Okay. Amen oh, okay. Iron Man 1. Uh, wow, that's a lot more. Usually I feel like it's always just default to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Not just in this batch of four, but like across the whole MCU, it feels like it always defaults to Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. I'm really glad that there are people who are like, no, Avengers, man. And I, yeah. Because I'm one of those people. So yeah. that's dope. Yeah. So Avengers. Since we're done. Mike, you're my people. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're done, uh, Ben, yeah. I'm going to throw up a spoiler warning just in case. Just in case. I mean, case. we've been spoiling the oh, whatever. But just These in case. Old oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we like just not going back to the four at all at this point? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, what's your favorite Stanley cameo of the four? Oh. Of these four? Probably I'm of so these fired. Four. Yeah. Probably I'm so fired. I'm so fired. They're yeah. actually they're actually not the strongest Stanley. Because like yeah, they're, they're all kind of just like around. they're kind of like the middle ones. Like ah. Yeah, I think it's almost. I think it's almost, like, like, it's almost it, definitely like, the winner. Avengers one. it was fine because it's like superheroes in New York because you know he. It's cutesy. Yeah. yeah, but then I think the the best one is when he's walking a security officer. He's like I'm so yeah, fired. That's and it. you see the the original cap suit gone from the museum. He's like yeah, dude, you're fired. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. Oh, real quick, you talk about the everything that's happened. Everybody needs a little. We're gonna need a little old fashioned. I think that he remembered that line when he goes to get his old suit mm. because mm-hmm. we need a little old fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that that line was a play. Yeah. At any rate, um, so that'll do it. Uh, again, spoiler warning for Captain Marvel. Ben, what did you give us your thoughts on Captain Marvel? But please make them brief. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, Thanos is screwed, no doubt about that. He is screwed with a capital S. Um, but listening to your guys' review, it was it was enjoyment level it was around Doctor Strange level it's still a good movie it's still a fine movie I love how they changed how they simplified um, Carol Danvers origin story so it's not a super convoluted Green Lantern story I didn't really remember that Marvel was a man in the books but they changed it to a woman He's a man I, baby but I loved how um, Annette Bening was Captain Marvel and I have to say the scrolls turn as them, them being the tr- one not the true villain of the film was a really, really good take because I was remembering when we did Guardians of the Galaxy, the Dan Abbott run, that there was a Secret Invasion tie-in mm-hmm. where scrolls are escaping and they don't want to partake in the Secret Invasion. So not all scrolls are bad, but it still opens up that scrolls can be a villain if, Mar- if the MCU does decide to do Secret Invasion. So points there. Um, Jude Law was fine. Um, I loved Brie Larson in this movie. I thought she was hilarious. How She had a good point of like snarky and then when she's fighting the scroll ship going, Ah! was yeah, just like hilarious. Um, the 90s references weren't too old bash over your head. Um, the scene where we st- where she's talking to Maria and Monica is really cute. I love that. Um, the, everything with Goose, but I ha- do have to admit, I was kind of like, huh, really? Um, what, especially when Goose cut um, cuts Fury's eye. That was my main part where I'm just like, hmm. Seriously? Yeah. You, uh, okay, I guess that's how he gets it because he does trust a cat. Then... I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really agree with it, but something I'll, I'll accept because you're right with that scene in Winter Soldier. Is like last time I trust someone, I lost an eye, and even context away when he lifts up his eye patch to reveal to Pierce that you caused this, but in reality he didn't. Yeah. Also, I do kind of like how um, when he was writing the, he, it was originally called the Protector Initiative, and he looks over at that picture of Carol on, on her plane and says. Carol Avenger, Avenger yeah. Danvers. That's our call sign. So that's how we get the name of the Avengers. And you hear the Avengers theme swell, and you're like, "Yes, I can't wait." So many people are mad, dude. So many people are mad. Well, excuse me, not so many people. All the the angry white dudes are mad. Uh, She's the reason for the Avengers. Meh. Who cares? Hey, my mom's basement. Meh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, I I really enjoy this movie. It's 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 a fun movie. It's a fun romp. 
And that ending sequence with the, where she flies in and they have the her beeper and it just stops and she's like, where's Fury? I'm like, I can't wait for Endgame now. This, this is what. great. And as yeah. someone who doesn't really know much about Captain Marvel, seeing this movie, it was like, okay, this this is good. I, I want to read some Captain Marvel now. I got like... Four number ones so you can read because <laughs> okay. they keep relaunching her. Yeah, can can you stop doing that, Marvel? Please. Well, hey, tell those books to sell. They yeah. sell. That's not what, uh, they sell because they relaunch, not because they don't they aren't canceled because they don't sell. A new number one sells a hell of a lot more than a number, new number five. No, I yeah. know that's a problem. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed. I would say I would give a seven point five rating. Cool. It's it's good. It's a good movie. It's very enjoyable. I can't wait to add it to my Marvel collection, and it completes and it completes the your thing. Marvel collection is shockingly small. Yeah. Just, just don't worry about it. It'll grow. Mine's non-existent. Um, you live with him. You live with Spark. No, that's why <laughs> I, mine's non-existent. He has it. So that'll do it, I guess. Hell for yeah. Us. Uh, the next, the next uh, journey. Um, real quick before we go too much further, because we've been doing chronolo- chronology order. We saw Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, you would place uh, before uh, Iron Man Iron and Man. after Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. So after First Avenger, and then you just watch that post credits when you're coming around towards yeah. Infinity War. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just skip that. Um, and everyone feel pretty comfortable with the chronology we just had for these four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these, this was release order. It was very easy. Yes. But you and I have talked about, and we'll, I guess we'll decide after we do our next batch, whether or not Guardians should go before Winter Soldier. That's the question. Uh, so yeah, so the next, the next, uh, batch on our journey. Part two, phase two. This is part three. Oh, part Uh, three, phase two. We are in, we are now in part three. Uh, if you guys are following along, it'll be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers Age of Ultron. Ant Man, Captain America: Civil War. Man, what a that's that's those are all pretty Ooh, good movies. You those guys. are juicy, juicy movies. In that order, as we have decreed it this, this thus far. So, I love it. All right. So, thank you guys so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you to everyone who contributes. Um, as always, we uh, you can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fickner Podcast. Fickner at com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm a BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben. Ben Magnet twenty seven on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. If you're listening to this and you know where to find us, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. Stay fake, nerds. Bye.